everybody I wonder if it's because everybody is uh, online, so everybody's connection's kind of shit. Because my mind, my, my well, because my internet's been acting weird too lately. It's like there's certain things take a while to load. I'm wondering if it's because everybody's at home yeah. and it just uh, everybody's online like at the same time. I think wearing this hoodie maybe, maybe. was a bad idea. Yeah, what the fuck are you doing? Well, I was cold. I've been. <laughs> don't right. ask me. Don't ask me why, but lately yeah, it's a new hoodie, isn't it? You're just, this is, no, this is, this is an old hoodie. I'm not. This isn't a marketing thing. This came out like three months ago or more. Uh, uh, I swear to God. I swear to God. This is actually an old T-shirt. That actually, it's a nice T-shirt. I was going to say that, but listen, no, this came out. I wake up in the mornings and I'm cold, so I threw on a hoodie. But now that I'm sitting here and the lights on me and I got a coffee, I have a feeling we're going to have to stop halfway through so I can do a, a wardrobe change. Or you can just go off camera. I'm sure I keep everyone entertained for at least eight to ten seconds. That's what I'm saying. Like I have to leave. Yeah. And come back. Can you do it? Is there anything behind you? Like there's there. There is. Yeah. So you can't go out the left. I can go. Come in. Can you go out that way and come in the other side? No. Fuck. No, I got a. There's a wall over here. That would have been so good. What's going on, man? <laughs> um nothing really so are you gonna stir it. are you gonna stir crazy yet i'm just getting grumpy <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, it, uh, i don't know it's amazing how much training actually helps us just to stay, stay fucking calm uh it's not that it's just i don't know i'm looking at i'm trying to look at it like this like in a positive way I, because i'm trying to say well this is my job all right Mm. I almost never get the opportunity to be given a good amount of time off guilt-free. Yeah. And I thought, I'm gonna, and so I'm thinking, and, when I, saw, and I, I was in good shape and I was big before this happened. I was yeah. like six weeks ago. Yeah. So I was in a good place. And I haven't gotten sloppy. I haven't really got smaller. Either. I'm just a bit flat. So I thought yeah. if I can maintain this for a few weeks, I'll be nice and rested. And then if and when this is lifted, I can hopefully jump straight back in. Yeah, but that's easier. That's easier said than done, though. Which is why I'm trying to like be. That's what's keeping me yeah. mentally ready. Well, because I think for anybody that <laughs> love anybody, any type of workaholic, or anybody that loves their job, like you ever notice when you go on vacation? You ever gone on like a on a seven day like all inclusive? Yeah. For me, after like four days, I'm like, I'm ready to go home now. Yeah. Like I miss the gym. I miss like my routine. It is something I was thinking. Everyone's doing these little home workouts with bands and things, obviously. Um, yeah. Everyone's aware they're not going to build anything. Well, I don't know if that's obviously, true. We'll, I don't know if that's true. We'll get us. like people. Oh, no, no. On our level, yeah, it's a little tougher. Yeah, obviously. We, we, know, we know. I'm talking about bodybuilders, not, yeah, not yeah, yeah. the general populace. I'm just talking like, about yeah. like, the listeners of the podcast. I'm not talking yeah. about anyone else. Yeah. Like, we're all doing like, the, uh, the band shit at home, and that's quite clearly not to build muscle, it's just to maintain. Yeah. Surely posing would do the same. Lots and lots of, lots and lots of like, but really like, not just, not just doing. It's a different type of. Uh, no, I know what I mean. It's not just doing it the, the shot. But I mean, after yeah. a side tricep, just go bang, fucking hold. You know what Honey used to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But when that's you, a different. You, but that's a different of, type of stimulus, though. That's an isometric stimulus, isn't it? It's not. No, no, but surely same. that's a lot of that's in in the same way going to enable you to maintain muscle as well, because you're actually. I don't doubt still, that. And that's what I mean. I'm wondering yeah. if it's. So I wasn't saying it's the same. I'm just saying yeah. I'm, I'm, I don't know. So I'm wondering because I've been doing a bit more posing because I'm just practicing, I guess, some shit. Yeah. That's what I can do. Um, 
and I haven't I, really lost any size or deflated. And every time I pose, everything pumps back up. Yeah, no, I can see that. And it's I not, just, and so, so what I'll do is I won't just like, um, I won't just stand in the front relax. I'll just like lock my quads out and keep fucking just squeezing at them. Mm-hmm. Things like that, or like the butt, like just, you know, squeezing your arms and your up and down and yeah. trying to, you know, as if you're trying to get a pump backstage with no bands just before no. you go on. That yeah, kind of thing, at least, and some posing. Um, I'm breathing stuff, and it seems to have been doing right for me so far. I think you have a misconception of who's listening to the podcast, though. It's not like a whole bunch of hardcore bodybuilders. There's like, if you read the comments on our, I know you don't go on my page and read the comments, but there's like a lot of just normal people. Oh, I know, no, I know, but I think so. I think, one, so one, I don't think they know how to pose. Like a lot of people don't know how to contract like every muscle in their body, and um, yeah. I think too, it's like just the normalcy of of. Okay, I used to train with weights for an hour. I don't have the weights now. I'm going to train with bands for an hour. Well, I was kind of, I was kind of in going off on because you said to me how am I handling things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, and I was thinking, you know, in a way of as a bodybuilder, in a way because I, I have got bands. I may, I may or may not start doing some band stuff. I might snap eventually. Um, but I was just like, as a bodybuilder, just surely practicing the posing. I've seen it maintain more muscle than doing nothing. Yeah, and it's also contributing to my job. So in a way, yeah. that's quite nice mentally. And because it's really nice in the garden, I can just do it in the garden and I can see the reflection in the mirror. It's in the window, so it looks fucking vain as shit. Oh, wait a minute, wait, I'm trying to picture this. So you're outside in your garden in a pair of underwear. Yep. And yep. can any of your neighbor can <laughs> any of your neighbors see you? They can't see me, no. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, even if they even if they could, I'd be like, boom. <laughs> but out the window. But it's um but the thing is, it, one of the reasons, it probably looks vain as fuck, but I'm also doing it to a metronome. What do you mean to a metronome? So I got a click going. Oh, okay. So I put it to a click track, so I, yeah. and I'll, I'll hold it for X amount of bars. Oh, okay, okay. Why don't, you just put a, why don't you just put music on? Not the same? Uh, it is, but it distracts me a little bit because it becomes more like, I just because at the moment I'm not doing this as a fun thing, I'm doing it as like an exercise. Like, so if you put music on, you'll be outside like in your underwear. If, if I, if I put, yeah, if I put music on, I would do more like practice posing routines and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got you. Um, have you actually tried any of the band stuff or no? No. Okay, so when I shot, I shot the videos. Uh, luckily for me, like I said before, I have a, like a studio. I can still do some actual like workouts with weights and dumbbells and stuff. But when I was shooting the videos for the band workouts, you know, doing some of the exercises, I'm like, this shit's actually fucking like doing a, if you put a band around your back and you do push-ups. Yeah. It's fucking hard, man. It's not fucking easy. I mean, I, I may start doing it. I have. Yeah. I've only been at the gym what three weeks, and I feel good so far. Um, if I was immediately, like, I'm getting small. I need to fucking pump up yeah. or something. Yeah. Um, I may. I may do. Um, it's just, I've, got, it's, I've got. I've got a barbell. I've got a barbell. I've got. I've got a few different bits and pieces in the garage. I just don't have any weights, but I've got lots of bands. I've got the um. What they, what are they fucking called? The carabiners. The yeah, yeah, yeah. That you can clip them on. Yeah. Yeah, I've got those. Um. I sent you that guy's that guy's uh, screenshot that he sent me. He said he's got a bunch of stuff that you could buy from him or have or something. I don't know. I can't remember. I did. I know. I well, but you sent me that when I was still in the mindset of I don't give a shit. Um, I'm not bothered, and now I'm yeah. starting to. But then again, they're, they're reviewing. Today is the day they they're reviewing the uh, lockdown. Yeah. Um, and supposedly, what they were expecting, mm-hmm. they're far below it in terms of That's what, what they're expecting. Yeah. They, so they've actually think what they're doing has been been working and they've i think what they've done is they've used this time to set up temporary hospitals and morgues just in case so, yeah. so the deciding on the next step is like can the nhs could handle it 
and yeah. things are trending down. But I think on the, they're going to err on the side of caution and lock us down for at least another week or two yet. Yeah, if it's just another week or two, that's not a problem, right? But if it I ends mean, it up depends being... what the lockdown really means because before lockdown, it meant everything was kind of like how it is in Sweden. It yeah. was just bans to big gatherings. Yeah. Um, social distancing was enforced, and that was about it. See, the tricky part is I'm like, okay, if they're only saying a week or two, but the shows are canceled all the way up to August, yeah. why are they canceling shows all the way up to August if they're going to reopen things in a week or two? Because people, they still people, don't want people in a, in a big group. Is that why? Well, there's the, well, there's the, a lot of the auditoriums are not going to be open because uh, obviously they're going to cancel large events. So you're um, saying they're going to open like normal. The body what do you Sorry. mean? Sorry. What do you well, mean? I'm saying like, okay, you said like they're going to reopen things in a week or two or you think they might. Well, no, potentially I, I would guess they would revert back to how it was before the lockdown, which is where restaurants were open, um, like gyms were open. Um, but large gatherings were cancelled, like so yeah, no yeah. festivals, no concerts, no yeah, uh, yeah. things like that. So a lot of those will probably be um, still in place, but they'll start. I thought. So what I think they'll do is they'll, they, they're already talking about opening the schools after Easter, which is oh really? Yeah, um, and they're already uh, talking about certain other things like that. Um, so it makes sense to reverse out of it rather than just let yeah. it go. Yeah, I think, so- I think I think the best thing to do is to is for the schools potentially because i only because i read something that they said the schools haven't seemed to have much of an impact on the spread i wonder why i don't know why this really odd kids are full of germs they don't take care of this shit yeah unless they just don't unless 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 kids are so gross they they just kill the virus (laughs) (laughs) and then uh so um i mean i don't know i think in two in two to three weeks if that's the case then I will personally consider this a blessing, and I also hope it's enough. It's enough's been done to stop it getting bad, enough's been done to prepare for the worst, um, and businesses can start going back in opening. So people have a bit more normality, and the economy has a bit more money going back into it, and things can start coming back up. That'd be nice. Yeah. Um, on a more positive note, I think I've regained all my muscle. It's the hoodie. I'm telling you, it's the hoodie. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, no, I, I think I think I put the seat together wrong because like I'm always like leaning back. It looks like you're tilted like, a bit. You're like, <laughs> I know. <laughs> no, I um. So I was doing this thing where I was like, okay, I just gonna get, I'm gonna get small. I want to get, I'm gonna lose all the fat, even if it means I lose some muscle. I think I got down to like 266, and I was just feeling stringy as fuck. And I know that probably sounds ridiculous to like normal people because it's still like, you know, 266. But you're freak, yeah. I still uh. I think I have muscle dysphoria or dys- dysmorphia or something. I don't know. But anyway, I started, I'm like, I can't do this. So I started eating again and I'm back up to 280 and I feel, but I feel better, but it's not, it's, it's, it's like a better 280 than it was. Maybe it's like a cyclical thing for you. Maybe you should diet really hard for a few weeks yeah. and then push up for a few weeks. You and might just have to fill it back up. Yeah. I think a lot, I think too many people forget the, the mental aspect of things hmm. too much. Like somebody asked a question earlier about the off season. Should they have a, uh, like a meal in the off season? Does it is it a good idea if you're already in a calorie surplus? Yeah, it's like it, why wouldn't you want to go out for a dinner with your girlfriend or your friends or have a social event and relax off the diet a little bit? Yeah, because yeah. the men because you can't do that in a contest rep. In the off season, that's when you can do it. And I think having that mental balance is is key. And a lot of hardcore guys, but that's bullshit. But that's I'll- probably and it's those are the guys that are probably not very good. I think a lot of people forget, like, it's tough, you know, because you see, like, okay, if you take Evan, for example, right? Yeah. 
if you see Evans eating videos, he looks like he eats chicken and kale and rice or fish like all year round. It does what it looks like in his videos. Right. But when you talk to him, like if I have him on the podcast or whatever, he's like, no, if I want to fucking, if I'm on McDonald's, I go get McDonald's and I have McDonald's. I'll eat, like I eat whatever I want. I just, I bet, I, bet he does. I, bet, I bet Evans smashes McDonald's. I know totally. But that's the thing. But when you watch his like animal videos, you get the impression that he's like perfect all the time. I've just got the, I've just got this image of, in my head now of um, Evan. Um, Doing his gardening with just a big mac in his hand. <laughs> Why would he be gardening with a big one? Where does that come from? Because he's a, he does gardening, and yeah. for some reason he's got a big mac in his hand. And it's kind of going. It kind of goes against the whole organic, self-made yeah. farm, and he's just got. A big mac in his hand. But I, I, I guess my point is, some people watch these videos and they think that everything's perfect all the time. And that's why I think it's important that we're talking what we're talking about, which is I tell people all the time, you know, John, John said it best. It's like the 80, 20 rule in the off season, like 80% of your shit should be clean. 20% yeah. enjoy yourself a little bit. I'm, I'm, yeah. Or just be 80% good. A hundred percent of the time. Okay. That doesn't make sense though. Does it? Yeah, it does. So it means you don't have to be like pre-contest hundred percent on the ball every meal. Oh yeah. Well, it's we're perfect just, every day. Yeah. 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 We're saying the so same if you thing. Be, so, so if you want a bit of shit on top of your diet, if you want to have like, like be late for meals here and there, but like keep it tight, but you're doing that yeah. all the time. That is better than most people. To be fair. Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree. Um, so yeah. So I think things are back on track, but I have to ask, do you ever wake up in the morning and you fucking just feel like complete shit from something you ate the day before? I didn't eat anything bad last no, night. Only if it's junk. Um, See, last night I had a huge bowl of pasta. I was like, I just was craving carbs. <laughs> no, I made it myself. I'm like, I just, I didn't order in. I didn't get any shit. It was like okay. all made from scratch. Yeah. And uh, I woke up this morning and I'm like, oh, my fucking stomach. It just feels like. Probably I, did, well, it's probably because you ate too much rather than what it was. I ate like the bag, like the whole bag of pasta. Yeah, of course you fucking come. Of course you did. It was so good. <laughs> you smashed that. Yes, yeah. <laughs> yeah, because like, uh, what it, well, after we talked about this on the last episode, uh, I was talking to uh, Sarah. And she was like, I'll make a pasta. She made like a tuna pasta. Did she get jealous of your mom's pasta? And Is she, that she, why? She, no, no. She just was like, um, she was like, I can make tuna pasta. And I was like, I can tuna pasta. Tuna pasta is good. She made a tuna pasta. It was yeah. fucking amazing. Obviously with a mayonnaise like cream, right? No, no, no. no a no, mayonnaise no. sauce? No, none of that shit. Nothing like that. What did she make the tuna with? Like, it how did was, she make the pasta? It was like, it was like just tuna and like tomato and loads of cheese and i don't i honestly have no idea oh so there wasn't there wasn't really a sauce she used like lemon juice and olive oil or something there was there was a little bit of sauce but it was like um but she used this really thick pasta i don't know what it was yeah the the expensive stuff it's fucking fucking amazing now i just love pasta because normally when i eat pasta it makes my stomach feel a bit gross yeah so i'm thinking there might be something to this really high-end stuff well, it's, pasta. I think Italian it's pasta, not shitty, shit yeah. pasta, good pasta. Yeah. yeah, the high end stuff does matter, but it's also maybe the fish instead of ground beef. Maybe. You know what I mean? Also, it's, I mean, look how far we've come. I mean, recently we were talking about tinned mac and cheese, and now I'm talking about great Italian pure macaroni. You're making it yourself at home. Making it myself, yeah. What a changed man. No, I you know, the... love some, I, might, I might actually get some tinned macaroni now you've said that. That would be perfect. <laughs> This. You know the best pasta, the best pasta for your stomach, if you don't want to feel like shit, is the rice pasta. Oh yeah, of course. I the, don't think uh, the brown rice, but brown. I, I, yeah, I don't think many of the the only ones we have around here that they're, they're already in pots. 
like single oh, okay. portions. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. But with like a uh, like a stirring sauce, a couple. Of yeah, that's shit. Um. Okay, so I got a question from a lady. I want to cover this before we move on to anything else. Right, sweet, let's go. Boom. I got a question from this lady earlier in the week. She sent to my email, and it was like a page long. I normally don't read them because I'm like, this is too long. I don't. I'm just being honest. I'm just being honest. I'm just being honest. If you send me an email and it's like a fucking whole page of like your life, I'm probably not going to like get to it because I have so many things to do. So, but for some reason she captured my attention and I read it Okay. and uh, I felt bad for her, but also felt like we had to tell her husband the truth. So she says, basically, I'm not going to read you the whole email because it's long, but, but she says, so to the listeners, I have no idea what I'm just about to drop in my lap here. There's nothing, it's nothing, it's nothing weird. It's just, she basically says her husband loves our show and loves bodybuilding and loves everything about bodybuilding and wants to compete, but he doesn't feel like he has the genetics. But in the same email, she also says that he's only been serious for like a year and a half. Like he's been training for five years, but it's been off and on and blah, blah, blah. And she's like, but he's only been really serious for about a year and a half. So her question is what role do genetics play and at what magnitude in bodybuilding and how long do you need to be training, dieting and cycling properly before you could chalk up your shortcomings to a lack of genetics? And I felt like this is a really important question because this has been coming up like so much <coughs> that well, I feel like we need to address it. Certainly not in 18 months. Yeah. For, for most people. Yeah. I mean, let's ignore, I think it's important to ignore genetic freaks. Yeah. Um, yeah like, because it's like anytime you're having an argument with somebody, you've been Rudy Coleman. Oh, fuck off. Yeah. Well, he's one in a trillion. Just leave, yeah, yeah. leave that man alone. He's not involved well, over there, Ronnie. Let's say um, this. Let, let's say this. I think you would admit that, like, you and I probably have better genetics than most for bodybuilding, yes, right? Like, yes. You wouldn't be able to reach pro bodybuilding status if you didn't. Of course. But we're also not like Phil Heath, where he probably just exploded looking at weights, right? Yes. So it took me. I only gained like 10 pounds a year. And that was like living, eating, and breathing bodybuilding. And smashing the sauce. <laughs> smashing the sauce. <laughs> very, very hard, I tell you. No, not at the beginning. It was like not yeah. bad in the beginning. But like, honestly, I was, uh, it took me, you know, six years to turn pro. Mm-hmm. So, <clears throat> I mean, when people say to me like this, like, oh, I've, he's only been really at it for a year and a half. That's just not enough time to tell. Is that six years from the beginning of your training? Yeah, I started when I was twenty. I didn't do anything before that. Like, I, I think I just did cardio. I, I, I would just say, if you, you, I would say, I well, firstly, why are you haven't got your genetics already? You haven't ever competed, so that's just. I think you need to. I think just do it. You you'd like just do it anyway. Um, that will tell you. That might tell you other things genetically about yourself that you don't know. Because I think you can only really know how good your actual physique is. When you're yeah. diced right down and you're on stage. Well, the thing is this, like if you, let me, uh, I'll just read it. He says, I know he wants to do a show eventually, but keeps telling me he does not think he's big enough. And when I ask him why he says he does not have the genetics to get to the size he needs to, his dream is to be an open bodybuilder, but realistically, and he knows this, he should probably be, he should probably try his hand at classic physique. Right. However, he still uses genetics as an excuse as to why he isn't where he needs to be to try and start competing. 
And I'm like, how do you know you can't get big enough if you've only been serious for a year and a half? You don't really. You don't. That's right. Um, That's right. That, I don't think I should stop you competing. I think you should jump in now, get the taste for it, know what it really is. Know what you're really chasing. Because you might die it down and be like, this is shit. I don't actually want to be an open bodybuilder anymore. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so you're, you're making a, a hell of a lot of assumptions based on something you don't know anything about from experience. Yeah, that's true. I actually grew up with a couple guys that were like, they looked like they could compete. And I'm like, why don't you compete? He's like, I'm not big enough, man. Once I get enough size. And I'm like, what if, you, like, you're just like you just said, like, what if you do it and it sucks? Like, what if you hate it? What if you hate dieting? What if you hate oh, being on how stage? About, how, about, how, about, how about this? What if you do it and you do have enough size and everyone else was in the same boat as you and they all thought yeah. they didn't have enough size? Yeah. Well, I mean, that's, I don't know why the, why the enough size thing matters anyway. I mean, that's the whole reason yeah, for Yeah, weight. but because everyone's looking at like the pros. No, you no, but I mean, that's the reason for no weight. No one looks like, no one looks like, even the pros don't look like when they're a pro on their first show. Dude, that was, my, lot, that was a lot of rhyming there. It was, <laughs> I just posted a photo from my first show. I was 190 pounds. I didn't wait. I didn't wait until I was like 230 pounds to get on stage. I was, my first show, I was 192 pounds. No, I gave myself a year. That's um, what I did. I gave myself a year and I said, in fact, I may, I may post this later. I don't know if I'm posting. They got the dates on them off my Facebook. My first ever progress picture, one year later, then on stage. So that well, can't, they know there's nothing like of me. So I, can, so I just said, I'm going to compete in one year. And I thought, no matter how big I get, yeah. no matter how... No doesn't matter how big I can get. I'm just going to get on stage next year. So yeah. I set the date and I did it and I committed to it. Yeah. Um, and, I, and I won. But the thing is, I could have been shit. I could have been how no big. Were, how big were you at that show? I was, um, sorry, like, I was a super heavy. Um, you were like, what, 220? What was uh, super heavy there? No, I was, about, I was probably about 225. Yeah, that's usually super heavy, yeah. 220, 225. That's a big first show. Yeah, I was pretty, I was pretty soft. Um, <laughs> but like, I'm not a very good example for this. But I, I, yes, I had the genetics to do very well. But however, yeah. I would have done it regardless. I don't give a yeah. fuck. Yeah. I wouldn't have known my genetics were good yeah. because basically the point I'm trying to make is I thought I have a date in mind, so I have to. So for me to be as big as I'm going to be on that day, I have to do everything I can between now and then to make sure I am. Yeah. So unless you're doing that, you don't have a clue. Yeah, our story is almost exactly the same. Mine was the same. I went to a show. A friend of mine was doing a pro-am, and I picked. I decided that day I was going to compete. Yeah. And I waited, I think it was like 14 months. And I did the same thing. I just committed to 14 months. It was like our local show in the city here. Yeah. And that's it. I just, but for that 14 months, I, like, I breathed bodybuilding. It was like everything. I didn't miss a meal. I didn't, like everything was bodybuilding. And then I was 192 pounds, but I ended up one day on stage at 260 pounds. So the whole, like, I'm not big enough doesn't mean shit. You got to, everybody starts at a certain, a certain weight class. And plus it's not even the whole, like, if you're going to compete or not, just this whole genetic argument bothers me so much because this is how you should, this is how you can tell if you have shit genetics. In my opinion, if you do every single thing right for a whole year and you don't gain five pounds of muscle, there's something wrong. And also, you don't know how good your physique is until you die down. But I'm just, but I don't mean genetics as far as structure. I mean like genetics as far as putting on muscle. You know okay, what I mean? But, that, but I, I'm taking genetics as just a whole umbrella. And the as thing the is, way your like, body looks and everything. Yeah. yeah. And you might, because a lot of these pros are definitely not as big as you think they are. Yeah. Um, they just look it. Yeah. Um, and the other thing is, if you put that date on the calendar and you say, this is what I'm, this is what I'm officially aiming for, and you commit to it. You'll probably step. You'll probably find an extra gear. No pun intended. You'll probably find the extra gear to uh, 
to go up and you'll probably find you're probably actually working harder you're getting you're, all of a sudden you're getting more food and you're getting bigger because you know you have to do everything to be as big as possible on that date and then and then after that then you might be able to have a little go at your genetics i'm gonna i, I just want to add one more thing too about that is i've trained there's been some clients i used to coach a lot of clients and i, I don't anymore but when I was coaching clients there, I remember specific few people that were like, I'm like, what am I going to do with this guy? He's just not, he's not going to look good. Yeah. But it's weird. The more shredded they got, I was like, this person actually has a really good physique. Yeah. You just, you can't tell when you're covered. Even if you're only like 8% body fat or 10% body fat, you still can't really tell until you're like shredded, it's shredded. My, yeah. It's, it's crazy. Cause it's like, I always think my, my first set of pictures versus like, halfway versus the end yeah. you have never expected it yeah that's what i mean like because you can't see where all the insertion points are and where like mm-hmm. how your body flows until yeah. you're all the way at the end yeah so anyway don't that guess, like, that's that's like a good example of phil heath looks shocking in the off season to be fair what are you shocking like, how like in in terms in, in the comparatively to how he looks on stage like you never, because that's why you know he always gets demolished at the guest posing because everyone looks big, bigger and better. Oh, than him. because yeah, because he's not because he's, he because the magic with Phil isn't the size; it's everything else that none of the other guys have. Yeah. yeah, he's fucking big as well, but like he looks horrible in comparison to how he does on stage. No, no, I agree. He just looks like your average pro. Well, so of course yeah. he looks good, but like for Phil Heath, you wouldn't expect that is Phil Heath. But I'm talking at a level one level. Like I'm talking at a beginner level. Mm-hmm. I've I've seen like you said at your show. Like I remember seeing a guy like. Even my first set of photos, you would look, you'd be like, what the fuck is... It's just so yeah, but, I'm, but my point is that goes all the way up to the top. Like, yeah. It doesn't matter who you are, you need to just go through the process to know. Yeah, yeah. Because you'd never look at Phil Heath, like put, doing an off-season pose, you'd be like, that guy could be a seven-time Mr. Olympia and destroy everyone. You'd yeah. never think that. Yeah, okay. So the point of the, point of the whole question is don't, don't fucking bullshit your way through and be like, my genetics are shit if you haven't really given yourself enough time to figure it out. Um, the second thing I wanted to ask you about that's been bothering me is there's this common theme now that we're crazy for saying you have to eat big to get big. Can you eat? I'm just, uh, it seems to be a common theme. I keep seeing come up is, is don't bulk. If you bulk, you're just going to get fat. And, um, I, yeah. I'm I'm a firm, firm fucking believer that the more muscle you want to put on, the more food you got to eat. Obviously, to a certain extent. Like, yeah, you're not course, just going to slop yeah, out. You don't, no one wants you to turn into a fat piece of shit. Yeah. No one is saying that. No you, one is saying that, for fuck's sake. Okay, so let's go with the enhanced uh, people first, people that are on gear. Yeah. If you eat, Greg, Greg Doucette brought this up, and, it, and I'm not targeting Greg, it just because a lot of people have been saying it, and Greg's probably the most popular one. Greg said you can you can eat like 30 calories above your maintenance and still put on a lot of muscle. But he also said when saying that very he said slowly and over years. So I don't disagree with him. I actually think he's right. But I don't think yeah, people want yeah, I think I think potentially, but that's not what people want. That's what I was gonna say is I don't think people want to wait five years to put on ten pounds of muscle. If you can do it in a year. You know yeah, what I mean? You, can you grow staying lean? Yeah, but it's very slow. And that's again what everyone knows that. That's the point um, I'm trying to make. People are just talk, people know they're just talking shit. I don't it's think like, they do. I don't think they I do. I think people know. Like if if you t- if I told you I said you got to, you you know you got to gain ten pounds of muscle this year, otherwise I'm going to kill you and your entire family. Do you think they're going to be go thirty <laughs> calories above their maintenance, or do you yeah. think they're going to eat big to get big? That's a very it, very like, good point. 
and I'm being very extreme because it is an extreme sport. It's an extreme, no, it's but extreme. that's a very, you know, it's an extreme analogy, but you're right. If that was the, if that was the rule, then nobody would fucking eat 30 calories above their fucking no, maintenance. No, no, not for sh- No, absolutely not. When you have something, when you have a target in mind, you have to do it. You have to do what it takes to get there a lot of times. So are we in agreement that, cause I, I feel like people are making me feel like I'm crazy. So are we in agreement then? Yeah, we that, are. That, that, that. Well, well, I'll give him that question. Just say, uh, I'm going to give you six months to put on as much muscle as humanly possible, or I'm going to kill you. Um, you've got to put on 10, 10 pounds of muscle in six months, or I'm going to kill you. Go. And do you really think they're going to do? Ask, ask him that. Say, what would you do? Yeah. I feel and like then, some, people, some people just like to be controversial. Some people, like, and again, we're, we're not even disagreeing with guys like Greg. Yes, it's very no. possible. All no. of that's possible. You, got to do, you do have to be in a surplus. That's kind of. I, I do agree with Greg. That, that, but that's, that, you know that's. I do that's agree good. with I do agree with Greg. I just it, the the main thing he said was that it was going to be slow and over years. Yes. But I think he needs to really uh, specify that. Like it's not one year. Yeah. It's not. You're not going to put on. Yeah. Like if you're a middleweight and you want to be a heavyweight, it's going to take you five years if you're eating yeah. thirty calories well, over your maintenance. Yeah, and well, let's put it this way: as bodybuilders, we have a contest season and an off season. The off season, as some bellends like to call it, uh, <laughs> the improvement season. Don't call it improvement. Don't call it the improvement season. Just, just call it off season. Just shush. <laughs> just shush. <laughs> it's, it's always been the off season. Shush. Everybody always wants to change everything. Yeah, I know. Shut the fuck up. I'm gonna make a shirt. Uh, it says improvement yeah. season. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so they are the two seasons we have. Right? So we're either dieting or we're putting on muscle. So if we only have six months. At those 12 months to put on as much muscle as you can you i'm not staying lean you tell you that for nothing i think the average unless, person unless the goal shift if the goal is to gain as much muscle as possible i'm yeah. not staying lean the one guy i, I kind of got into a, like a little debate with somebody yesterday online like i normally do and uh the guy was like my friend my friend did a heavy bulk and he just got fat and bloated and whatever it's and wrong. had to die and had to diet really hard to get it off and i'm thinking to myself if you've ever seen me in my fucking peak off seasons, I look fat and bloated. Yeah. Like I don't look great. Like when I was fucking 308 pounds. Well, he, I mean, but he might've got really, really fucking fat. No, I think to the average person, they, they think when we're cut, like let's say you're like kind of lean, but you're not shredded. Yeah. They think that's what you should look like all the time. And I, and I think when you're, when at this phase in our careers, you're pretty much the size you want to be. I'm not going to get any bigger ever we can stay relatively lean. But when I was coming up, my off seasons were fucking, it was time to eat. Like, right, but let's go, so let's go back to what I said. You had six months to get, let's say you had your six months to win shows. Yeah. Shredded. And you had your six months to get as big as possible to do the same thing again next year. That's right. And that's, so you use that time because yeah. you had six months. Yeah. If you had five years, I don't think yeah. you'd do the same thing. But what I'm trying to say if is, I, if somebody gave me five years to gain 10, 10 pounds of muscle, I'll do the, th- I'll do the Greg thing. So no, gave no. me five months. I'll do that. Well, I think. I know, but what I'm trying to say is I think part of the misconception is that people think that you should be like lean all the time. And I'm like, I look like shit. Like my wife yeah. said to me one, my okay. wife looked, my wife looked at me one time. She's like, you have, like, I, I think I went to take a piss and I was naked. She's like, you have dimples in your ass. You know that, right? It's <laughs> like, I was like, okay, I think maybe I've gone a little too far in off season. Got to pull it back a little bit, but it's like, it does. It's not pretty, man. I bet it, she liked it. I bet she loved it. Well, she she loves me no matter what, but that's not the point. The point the point is, the point is, it's not fucking pretty, but it always netted me ten pounds of fucking tissue. Yes, on stage. 
Well, I mean, it's just a different argument. If you think you've got to stay lean year round, be my guest and be a shit bodybuilder. I don't care. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I guess if you're doing classic or you're doing men's physique or whatever, if you're doing, well, let's say classic because they have weight cutoffs and you're near your goal already, then yeah, you're not going to bulk really fucking hard. But if you're trying to be an open bodybuilder and you have to put on as much muscle as possible, bulking is necessary and it means fucking eating and getting big and eating a yeah. ton of food to get I mean, there. I, I mean, I personally never, I don't let my, I did once or twice, but now I wouldn't let myself get too fat. Well, that's only because you put on all the size already. Yeah, but I mean, no, even like when I'm pushing the food hard, if I, if I haven't got, come to that yet, but if I got to somewhere where I was a bit too sloppy. What's the worst body fat percentage if you had to guess? Like, what's your worst body? Like when you were growing, not now. Ooh, when I was like peak first ever, obviously, like probably like 15%. Somewhere. That's so it. I think I was 17 or 18% 50, went off. 50, I'm talking, well, probably higher than probably maybe 15, 15 to 20, anywhere within yeah. that. See, like if, that. You told, if you told people that now, they would think you're crazy. It's not far off from pork scratching. Uh, <laughs> I just think, because um, part of the problem is we're giving advice now. Yeah. And I don't think people could see us when we were starting. And it's, yeah. it's not the okay, same well, person. I'll, I'll, I'll post these pictures in a bit later. I'll be small. I get fat as fuck. <laughs> I'll, I'll do the same thing. And then, I get, and then I just diet down and then I'm on stage. And then you yeah. can see what I did in that first year. Um, in yeah. fact, maybe I'll make, actually, I'm probably going to make a little video about it, actually. I'm gonna sit here at my computer with my with my wall. Yeah, with your and, beautiful, and the, and your the, beautiful and brick wall. Will, and the image will pop up here, or the image will pop up on the screen, and I'll talk about it. <laughs> yeah, and then I think I'll get the next slide up. Can you uh, do that? Also. Can you do that? Like no, a, not, yeah. not now. Like make make a video for YouTube or whatever. Let me see if I can do this. All it is is just getting an image up, and your voice continues over the image. It's quite easy to do. Oh shit! What have you done? Uh, one second. I think I have this. Right. Can you see my can you see my phone? Yeah. Okay, this this danger dangerous. <laughs> no. I got to I got to show you guys this photo cuz we were talking about it, right? It's better to I'm worried, man. No, there's no dick pics in here. Okay. I got to I, I shouldn't do that. I should have found it first. Yeah. You think people are going to pause on stuff and like pick it out? Probably because my my um <laughs> My, I would never do this. Why? Oh, well, you have a bunch of dick pics and shit on yours, probably. No, I don't. Your whole phone, do it. I dare you. Let's see how bad it is. <laughs> Definitely not. This bunch of like, I don't think a lot of it's that bad. I think a lot of it's just like, let me check. I don't even think I can find it. Fuck. No, mine's not actually too bad. It, um, it's actually mostly utter shit. <laughs> I like, like what? And I always get sent. I always just get sent random shit in group chats. Now I gotta edit this out. Fuck. You know, people got mad last week when I edited out our little piece. Where we were talking about uh, mixed breed, <laughs> mixed breed girls. Oh, for fuck's sake! <laughs> Did you actually edit it out? You're so, I thought you were gonna leave it in, actually. No, well, no, because I didn't edit out because we did anything wrong. I edited out because it was um, it was boring. Like we we didn't look for anything and find anything online. So I was like, I'm just going to edit this out because it was just a waste of time, which is exactly what's happening now because I can't seem to find the photo I'm looking for. I, oh, there it is. Look at this fucking beauty. Good. Look at That's that. Good. Look at that fucking beauty. That's good. I tell you what I could do. I can send them to you, can't I? Dude, look, how, look at how shit that is. Are you serious? I had tits. I have, I have tits. You do? Like, but this is what it, this is, was my second year or my first. 
I mean, you are an absolute disgrace there. I'm not gonna lie. Look, look at this one. <laughs> this one. Look at my legs. They look like sausages. <laughs> it's just, uh, to be fair, it's not too. It's actually not that bad. But yeah, but this um, was like this was like eight weeks out. This isn't off season. <laughs> have, you, have you got any big fat boy off season pictures? Oh, I do for sure. I don't want to find them now. It'll take forever. Okay. Well, I, I need to find this one of me that's a meme. Um, that I made into a meme, and it's just the fattest I ever got, I think. And it, I'll send it to you, and you can get it up on the screen, because it's, it's pretty bad. Dude, I have one from my third year, I think. or my It was the first year, first off-season before the Nationals. I got up to 286 pounds, Luke. Right. But I ended up on stage at 202 or 204. Fuck me. I, <laughs> wow. I dieted for 20 weeks. I lost 82 pounds. And I have a picture, I have a picture, and I'm wearing, like, these boxer briefs, but they're loose, so it looks even worse. So I'm just, like, this fat, like, doughy H- body. Do you have the, you please don't have those pictures. <laughs> I'll find it to, somewhere. I need to find this one, because it's the, it's one of me, it's, I, I made, I made it into a meme, um, and that's the only picture I have of it. It's, um, what is it, from, like, when you started? Yeah, it's Christmas Day 2011. And it was in my. It was after my first ever bulk, and just before my first. How old were you when you started? Twenty six. No, I was twenty three. Twenty three. And how long did it take you to turn pro? Uh, four years. Damn, that's fast. Sorry, I mean, man. it seems like you grew really quickly. Yeah, like that's that's my been my genetic thing is putting on my like. Ben always says I put muscle on for fun. It's not. It's not that easy. Um, because we'll we'll put, we'll do like the same thing for an off season. Yeah. And Ben's a lot more aggressive than me with like drugs and things. And at the end, he'll put on like he'll look quite he'll look good. He'll be like, yeah, he's gained some muscle in some areas. Well, I've like put on like twelve pounds. Yeah, uh, but we've done the same thing. And Ben also has phenomenal genetics as well. So, but so but, but he's, but more, but again, he's more but he's more gifted for getting shredded, and you're more gifted for getting huge. Not anymore. I get I I get. This is why I'm quite interested because even I used to get, well, I used to lose body fat quite quickly and then I found it hard at the end. Yeah. But, but nowadays when I start my diet, like body fat, like insanely quick. Yeah. J- James was with me in Florida for two weeks and he said like every day he could see it, I was getting leaner. Like he yeah. could see it. Well, it's probably because uh, the muscle. And that's quite, that's quite new. So I, if I can keep yeah. that up for a whole like 12 weeks, I could probably like, I should, you know, is um that's new. That's, do you think it's a do you think it's a factor of having more mature muscle, being older, or being more strict with your eating, or is it a combination of all? of them? I've always been incredibly strict with the food. Oh, you have? Yeah, I've never I've never been slack with that. Okay. Um, unless it's in the off season where I just eat well on, on top of my food. But blue yeah. contest, I'm always on it. I think it's just because. Well, no, that's everybody. I meant like. Yeah, I, but in the off season, are you stricter now than when you were before? Oh, or still uh, I will eat five meals a day and then I'll give myself the option of eating one whatever I want meal on top if I want to. Every day. Yeah. But I don't uh, I don't have it every day. I just have Okay, it but that but that doesn't matter. What I'm saying is was it always like that or is it better stricter now? Uh, I think it's always been like that. I've always been like one of those ninety percent yeah tight every day. So then it sounds like it's probably more a, a case of muscle maturity. It's just age. it's just being older. Like I've I've yeah. um, I think it's being older, changing things work with Chris for a bit longer. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Ben um, ben gets Ben stays lean, yeah, way better than I do. But I think in terms of losing body fat, it would be quite interesting to see. Because the last time we dieted for the Arnold, uh, was, sorry, together was when we I did the Arnold, yeah, and he was going to do the amateur, yeah. Um, 
But going back to the genetics things and me gaining tissue quickly, I don't know whether it's just purely genetic because I do work really fucking hard. So that's yeah. why I don't, I don't know whether it's, I don't know. It could, it could be. It but could I think be, there's, I but, I, but I think I don't like to take the work ethic thing into 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 play all the time because there's probably a lot of guys out there that oh, work really hard. I know, really I know, I know. This is what, but this is what I'm saying is like yeah. it's not like it's it's not like I haven't done everything perfect or done everything well, and it's just happened. It's like because there's a lot of bodybuilders you can see by the way they train and eat, and yeah. they're freaks, and then that's genetically gifted. Yeah. I, yeah, I can't do that. But if I do it, if I'm if oh, I'm you not, mean if you you mean if you slack at all, you you won't be. I, if, I, if I slack at all, I'm fucked. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So you know, there's that. So I mean, is this is why? Yes, I have good genetics, but I also put the work in as well. I'm not one of those freaks that just do fuck all and they just look insane all the time. What I'm saying is, I've known people in my career that are fucking, you know, those bodybuilding guys. Like you see them every day at the gym. You know, they work their fucking ass off. You know, they eat all their meals, but they just don't make the gains that you make. That's where I think, I think that's where I think I the think, genetics separate. I do, but I always look at the way those guys train. I'm like, you're not doing it how we are. You're not. That's true. That's you're true. Not, it's not, you, yeah. you think you're training hard, you're not. Yeah. And you're eating chicken and sweet potato after your workout. You are really lacking on food. What do you think they should be eating? Just a fucking big old shake. Yeah. <laughs> have a fucking mass shake straight after your training. Go home and have a steak and rice. Do you think it's possible to get to our size? And I, I already have my opinion on this, but you think it's possible to get to our size by eating clean all the time? Likely not, unless you're a freak and put food away like Kai Green. Probably not. Yeah. I think, I personally I think, think you need some shit calories because I don't think you can make up the calorie deficit. I, I don't know of any pros who have got there 100% clean. You know what? Here's a good question for you. People are always trying to gauge, and, and I, this might, I'm, I'm going to get fucking skewered for this, but people are always trying to gauge how many calories above their surplus they should go. They're like, okay, fine. I should bulk. What should I do? 500 calories over. Yep. And honestly, man, I'm, I'm like, sometimes I'm 2000 calories over my, sometimes, fucking... sometimes I always never count. But if I did have to, I know I don't actually, I don't, I don't really count, but if you did have to count, it's been up to like yeah. 2000 calories over. Yeah. So that's like, but if you said that to somebody, they'd be like, no, no, no I'll just get really fat. But I know, like, but they don't have the tissue we do. They don't train like we do. No, no, I'm talking about the beginning. Oh, the beginning. Oh, yeah, like even, even, oh even, okay, sorry. Yeah, that's, totally, yeah, well, the, yeah, you probably would get fat, yeah. No, but um, even in the beginning, like my, okay, at, at 200 pounds, my fucking daily caloric intake was, what, two, 20, 2,500? Can, can I just point something out? You had a very, very, very good professional bodybuilding career. Yeah. That's, so, of course, you did, because you did everything correctly at the beginning. So it's no yeah. surprise, is it? So all you're doing is you're explaining to me now how you did everything correctly. But I'm not explaining to you. I'm explaining to the people listening that think they can yeah. only eat 500 calories over their daily caloric intake. And I'm like, man, there was days when I was yeah. 1,500, 2,000 calories over my... Yeah, so what, so what I think these people who are thinking this, the clue is in success. Like, go and, have to go and look at all your favorite pros. Go, type in Jay Cutler off-season. Off oh type my in Lee Priest off-season. Type shit. in... Yeah. Like, yeah. My set, you'll probably find some really horrible pictures of myself and food yeah yeah, yeah. Um, and that's and that's and it's not all sunshine and fucking rainbows it's not all being shredded and being tanned and being like oh this yeah. is sick you know the it's last a lot of the time a lot of the time you have to basically look horrendous for your spouse <laughs> the last thing I'll, I'll touch on and this is goes to your point all the time is i noticed that my training actually my training 
uh, since I've been working at the studio with my old training partner has like elevated dramatically. Like I'm, we're, I'm working way harder. Yeah. And one thing I don't think people always put into the equation when they're talking about their diets is how hard are you training? I've, I'm way hungrier now yeah. than I was six months ago when I was like yeah. doing my own and shit. I, I, yeah. I mean, I noticed that as soon as James and I started pushing the volume up. Yeah. Um, and so I do, I'm training a little bit, slightly quicker pace, um, accumulating more sets and reps on the way up to our working sets and things like that. Yeah. <laughs> we are starving. Yeah. You notice your appetite increase, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's one of the things Evan always says is um, eat according to your training. Yeah. If, you, if your training is slow and shitty and not, you're not training to failure, you're probably not going to eat 5,000 calories a day. But yeah, if you're I, I mean, that's really good advice. And I think that's something yeah. that um, in a way I've, I think a lot of people in, indirectly do with their program. Someone like, like John Meadows, he gets people to train seven days a week a lot of the time. You'll know this. Yeah, yeah, um, I, yeah. yeah I was, and, and then he and then he just thinks we that so you don't need cardio for that. Yeah, and, he, and, he, and I, I've never known John. I mean, I know you said you've died to hard. He never seems to starve people. No, like I said, my, I mean, I felt like I was starving, but the lowest I went with John was like twenty one hundred calories. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're still so well fed. Your training's good. Yeah, but it felt like I was starving. Yeah, I mean 21, But wait a minute, twenty one hundred calories at I was two six two fifty eight on stage at that show. Yeah. It's not a lot of calories, man, for a guy who weighs 258 pounds, like shredded. Yeah, sure. But you get, again, there, there are like always outliers to things, isn't there? Yeah. Because you've, I mean, you've done much higher food and got just the shredded before. Um, yeah. Yeah, I have. Yeah, when Hani trained me. Hani didn't, we didn't do any cheats. And, and, do, you, and do you think a lot of that is the, is the training? Uh... I think, you know what it was? It's this is also something Evan talks about all the time is your metabolic adaptation. Like, you know, Evan talks about, and this is something I think a lot of people also forget, is the more you can eat in the off season, the higher you're, you're going to, the more you're going to be able to eat when you're dieting. So yeah. if you can get your body accustomed to eating 5,000 calories, when you strip off 500 and you go to 4,500, you're going to start losing body fat. Yeah, well, right? that's, that's kind of what Chris wants has me do. So I eat all this junk food on top of my diet. Yeah. And he just pulls all that out. But you're still eating yeah. like, like a whole shitload of And then, the, and then the actual, all the normal diet's the same. That's right. That's right. He just so, pulled the shits out. So I'm still eating a big amount of food, but my, yeah. because he's pulled the shits out, my body just like, just, 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 just falls off. Crazy. I think that's what, I, that's what happened with Hani's diet is he pushed me really hard that off season. Yeah. And we were eating a lot of, lot of clean food, like five, 6,000 calories. So when we started dieting for the show, all he did was pull a couple hundred calories here and there, and I just kept getting more and more shredded. But it's because yeah. my body had adapted to eating like 5,000 calories a day. So I didn't have to diet all the way down to 2,000 calories. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I think, I think the it's just, I mean, it's just, going back to the training thing, it's like if you're doing like a low volume DC training or Dorian style training, you probably don't need an inch workout. Uh, no. 100 no. of carbs in it. <laughs> no, no, no. I don't, you know, the intra workouts with like, you know, when I first started with John, he wanted me to do like 100, 150 grams of carbs in my intro workout. And it worked, I guess, but I just, I got bloated all the time. Even with like branch cyclic dextrin, it just, it was still too much. Um, I, I don't think you need that much like carbs intra. I think, no, I mean, I, I, yeah, I don't think you do either. 25 to 50 grams, I think is like more than enough just to shuttle nutrients. But, um, Anyway, um, I don't know. I hope we got our point across on a couple notes. 
I'm pretty sure we smashed that one. <laughs> All right, let's get to some of these questions because there's like 500 here. No, 200. Okay. That's a lot. Um, I'm 23. Will you adopt me? <laughs> no, sorry. I didn't mean to read that. It just, the first one that came up. Okay. Uh, that's, a no, that's a no then. That's a, no, I won't adopt you, no. you. That's aimed at you. Okay. <laughs> well, it says Fuad. I'm 23. Oh, good. Yeah. No, yeah. Um, what was your stack when you worked with Chad versus Hani? I'm assuming that's me. I'm not going to tell you my exact stack, but I will say that they were very similar and there was no real like secrets involved. Um, I don't know. People talk about like these huge stacks that people do. I don't think, I don't think they were huge. Um, I think a lot of it, like, where do these, where does this shit come from? Well, because people don't know, like that guy, uh, more dates, more plates or whatever the fuck he, his name is. That guy's, that guy's, that guy's over there guessing everybody's stack. He's just guessing out of thin air. Like, I think the rock does this and I think this guy does this. And I'm like, I hope someone does me. <laughs> Please do me. I've already had a whole bunch of people I tell said. me, I already had a whole bunch of people tell me they don't believe you. When you're, when we're on here, we're talking about your stack. And oh, really? Like, yeah. They're like, he's full of shit. I'm like, I'm like, nah. And I always have to fucking defend you. I'm like, ah, Luke wouldn't lie, man. And, well, uh, I remember when we were in the car. In we we were is you, you Brandon Beckridge and, and Ed Koo, and you we I was getting ready for the Arnold Australia. Yeah, about eleven weeks out. Yeah, we just found out I was on the list. He's like, "What are you running?" And I showed you what I was running. He's like, "That's shit, up it, that's shit." I, I said that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you and Ed, you and Ed, all all three of you were like, "That's not enough." Yeah, well, how'd you do with that show? Uh, I got fourth or fifth. That's See, good. you should have listened. But, um, uh, but the um, no, Chris did start pushing things up from that a little bit. <laughs> it's, um, but when you work with Aceto, if you ask any of Aceto's guys, he's not massively aggressive in any of them. Uh, no, I don't want to give any specifics, but no, he wasn't aggressive. He didn't really, yes. if you want the honest truth, Chris only gave me advice on like two things, but I basically did my own stack. He, he'll, he just, I, he just kind of just knows what works in a way from like from what we've been doing. He knows what I like. Basically. But he's never, he's never, honestly, I wrote my own stack and he's like, are you, are you doing this one thing? I, I, I don't care. I can say it. He said, are you doing Halo? And I was like, no, I'm not, I'm not, I don't have any Halo in my stack. He's like, okay, add in some Halo. And that was it. That was the only thing, like the rest of the stack was mine. He, we never, I don't know, me and him never talked about drugs. Yeah. So, um, anyway, as far as Chad and Hani go, the only thing I will say, I'm not going to give specifics. The only thing I will say is Chad used more um anti-estrogens okay and you can see it in my physique because uh on stage i had a fuller look with honey because i think if you take too many anti-estrogens it kind of like gives you that almost flattens you out a bit if you take too much and um like we were doing letro and shit and letro like it letro just makes me feel like i want to die um but i and i think that was the only difference really the rest of the stack was pretty much the fucking same um do either of you coach at all oh you already answered this luke okay the pride of usa says would you rather fight prime mike tyson once or talk like mike tyson for the rest of your life probably just talk like mike tyson <laughs> <laughs> real problem with talking like mike tyson. i don't know if you sound retarded or if you sound like mike tyson well you just have a lisp i wouldn't mind having a lisp chris bumstead's got a lisp you know what I love about Chris Bumstead? He fucking owns it. When he came out with that shirt. Savage. It's oh, my fucking. I laughed so hard. I, I, think, it's, I think it's great because my sister's got a bit of this as well. 
Isn't it great when you see somebody like just own their shit? He's yeah, like, yeah, he's like, yeah, you can't help. It's like fuck it, you guys. Yeah, no, he's great. I thought that was great. It was like, um, and the best part is he came out with them and then they like sold out. So you can tell how much like his fans like love him. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, a coffee toffee says, "Do you think Lee Haney was has a controversial Olympia? Has any controversial Olympia wins, and why? Why not?" I'm not particularly familiar with that era as much as I should be. Maybe. Like I'm not, I know who everyone was and I, I'm not like familiar with all the exact placings versus each year. It wasn't really my era. Um, so I'm not as well versed on that. Then. I'm, not, I'm not either, but if I think back about the people he beat, um, you know, I, I can't see Rich Gaspari being better than Lee Haney. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean I, I, well, I know, I don't know. I know of all the guys back then and that's. The only one I think was comparable was Dorian. And I still think Lee was better than Dorian that year. So, but yeah, Lee, I, I, I agree with you. Fucking, Lee was pretty fucking incredible, wasn't he? Dude, honestly, it's such a beautiful, like nowadays, I think he would get knocked because, you know, now guys have bigger legs and all that, right? But honestly, as far as like the, the people on the street walking around, what they would like to look like, yeah. it's, it's fucking perfect. Tiny yeah. little waist, but massive I, I chest. I bet he was actually still pretty big because wasn't he like in his two fifties? He was only five and what? Yeah, he was the biggest guy. The he biggest. Well, this is the funny thing about bodybuilding. People are always like, "Oh, the freaks, the freaks." It's too big. It's too big. I'm like, that's why Arnold was winning. That's why Lee Haney was winning. They were the biggest guys. It's true. It's just that the biggest guys then were not as big as the biggest guys now. But I think Lee Haney has like the perfect like walking around on the street physique. You know what I mean? No, no, no. I mean, like, okay, let me let me preface that. I mean, like, because nowadays in bodybuilding, your legs have to be, like, fucking 35 inches around, right? I don't think Lee had massive legs. So, in bodybuilding terms... Lee, Lee was just... What you mean is Lee was, like... Statuesque. <clears throat> yeah. Well, Lee is how everyone would imagine a bodybuilder to look like. How, they'd want, how you'd want to look like. That's exactly what I mean. Yeah. 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 Um, ben Cardone says, "How do pros control side effects like acne, for example?" Don't get it. I'm just going to say most of the guys you're seeing are probably older, so they've probably already gone gone of, through it. Lot, if you look at a lot of the younger guys, the amateurs especially, you'll see quite bad skin. Yeah, yeah. I think a lot. Just of, an age, just eighteen hours the same. Yeah. Uh, Rich Padovano says, "Left side of my body is smaller than my right." It's another asymmetrical question. What do you think? Okay. But do you really think that's it though? Because doesn't everybody just have like even coming up, like this arm was bigger than this arm. Yeah, but like if it's your entire if it's like sometimes it's just good to know because like they might be like and they might be they might actually say yes it is and this this will help. Um, I know what sorry, go ahead. I just think the things like that is good to rule things out and just guess. I wonder if I should have done done that a long time ago because this whole this whole side of my upper body is bigger than this side, and this whole side of my lower body is bigger than this side. It's like crisscrossed. I think that's very normal. Is it? Yeah, I okay. Bit, I think I'm a bit like that. Um, Aquabi says, oh, you already answered this. Spot of Fitness says, what type of training did you both first start out doing? I, mine really hasn't changed. Uh, mine hasn't. Uh, I would just say the style hasn't. It was a very DC training. Um, so it was the heavy stuff, progressive overload. And then I just adjusted from the upper lower split to the push ball leg split to a bro kind of split. 
kind of following the same principles and then up until literally January this year I've I've just flipped things on the head and I now just train like Phil Red. Like I'm just a normal traditional bodybuilder, just probably a bit heavier because I'm younger. <laughs> You're such an asshole. <laughs> you had to you just had to throw it in there, right? Well, I could have said because I'm not. I used to, I used to fucking I used to fucking train hard, heavy, motherfucker. You wait no, till no, you're. Not, let's see what no, you're doing. When you're no, 41. No, no, that's, what, that's what I mean. But that's what I meant. I meant it in a nice way. I didn't mean it in like because you're fucked. I meant it in, like when you were my age, you were doing the same shit. You know, it's it's it, it it almost is a little bit painful to think about. Like I used to do on a regular basis. Like my back workout, I'd do like eight plate T bar rows, and not with dog shit form either. It was like pretty good. Yeah. I would do like eight plate T bar rows, then I would do like four plate barbell rows, and I would finish with deadlifts. And I was just, and I know that's all normal for you. Yeah. But it, but now I can't. No, but the, but the thing is, is that I'm I'm starting to move away from that because I've done it. Yeah. Um, and I wonder. I'm, I mean, I'm, still, I'm still gonna have it in there. I'm just gonna train more like a bodybuilder, not just try and get stronger. The base. I'm just gonna. Try, I'm just gonna do. I'm going to just chase the pump with weights now. Yeah. I as wonder if, um, with as much weight as possible, as many reps as possible, just get as much, just, just kill myself. <laughs> yeah. That's, but be careful. That's what I did. Um, I wonder how strong I would have gotten had I trained more like you, because I've always been a heavy weight, high volume guy. Yeah. Probably I, wonder, a lot I wonder if I would ever pulled back the volume, how I would have done. Yeah. Cause I never, ever did. I was always mental about doing. Yeah. I kind of wish when I was a bit younger, because when I was like in my mid twenties, I started pushing my strength a bit harder then, because I started late. Because if I was like twenty five, like uh, Nick's age, Nick Walker, like his age is twenty five, yeah, freak. Yeah. But I didn't even train two years at that point. There's no way near going to be that kind of strength or mass. So wait a minute, you didn't you didn't start training like heavy? No, I did, but I, yeah. but within t- I wasn't that strong in two years. Like yeah, yeah, it, yeah. Like, I mean, it hasn't taken Nick two years to get as strong as he is. What like, what? Um... Where, where did the strength jump, jump come from? What did you do differently? Uh, I was always strong. I was always, always very strong. But I mean, I didn't start getting into my peak strength until I was nearly 30. Is that, just, than, is that just time or did you do yeah, something? Yes, I started late. So I'm saying if I started earlier, I might have peaked. No, no, no. I know. I'm just saying for people I mean, listening. I've been, able to, I've been able to carry it on for a bit longer. I'm just saying for people listening, was it like a linear strength? Like, did it grow normally uh, yeah, or was, yeah, was yeah. there a jump somewhere? I think it was pretty linear. And then yeah. there was... There was a peak off season when Ben and I were pretty crazy in the gym with all of our because everything was crazy heavy. You ever wonder why some off seasons are just awesome and some are like you've no, it wasn't. It wasn't that. It was, nothing was like apart from maybe the deadlifts. Yeah, nothing was like insanely heavy. It wasn't a hundred kilo dumbbell. It was a two hundred twenty. But it wasn't any of that stuff. It was like across the board, everything was very heavy. Nothing was fr- like out outrageous. Like what the fuck? Yeah, yeah. But just yeah. everything was really pushing it. Yeah, yeah. But I don't mean just training. Like I can look back at my career and go, I remember that off season was perfect. And I talk about like food, training, everything. And then the gains I made, yeah. but I have so many, like, it's like kind of like this. It's not like they all just went, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I, 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 I've got it in the back of my head. I hopefully can replicate that, how good that Arnold Classic prep was. Yeah. Because that was, yeah. that was, that was pretty spot on. Um, you're answered a lot of these asshole. <laughs> I can answer the short ones that are easy to answer. That's the best ones to read. I got to read the long ones? Yeah. Well, I, um, I was in bed in the middle of the night, and I thought, I've got nothing to do. Um, the Mike Main says, how, how are you going to let Sean, Sean down easy when you take a spot as the Olympia commentator? Um, I don't know. I hope they ask me. I don't think they're going to ask me. I should, uh, I should ask you. 
I don't think they would ask me. You know, I asked, uh, I think I asked Dan Solomon to come on the podcast and I don't even know if he responded. So I don't know. I don't think they would. I don't think it, 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 to me, it sounds, it seems like one of those positions that needs to be either the sponsor of the show usually gets, you know, their choice or it's like they want a, a, a hall of famer doing it. You know what I mean? Like a Sean Ray or something like that. So uh, I, don't, I don't know. I think we should put a petition together. <laughs> Don't Shut do that. Then, You're just going to piss them off. Don't do that. <laughs> I, I, mean, I don't know. I, I don't know. I, don't know. I, think, I think it's doable. I think if we, we speak to the right people. Yeah. I don't, you know what? Let's just, let's, let's if it happens that. organically, it happens organically. Let's yeah, just say that. Um, what's your preferred Esther for your PDD, PEDs? I don't know what that means. Depends you want it like long or short, but it depends it on depends. the. Yeah. Next. Uh, question for you guys you have to pick one fuck a goat but no one will ever know you did or don't fuck a goat but the whole the whole world will be 100% convinced that you did yeah right yeah that's really gross though it is gross uh, but you haven't really given me much of an option have you it's either fuck a goat and no one knows or you might as well have fucked the goat so yeah. I might as well fuck the goat <laughs> That's, we agree on that one, so that's all right. All right. Uh, walk around with a badass constant. Walk around with a constant badass pump, or instantly add three and a half inches to your meat. Probably the pump. I'm gonna add the meat. I can get the pump. I don't need to walk around with a constant pump. That's uncomfortable. I don't know. That. I'm I'm pretty happy with. Oh, I'm happy with, I, I, everybody, I, everybody can want more. I always want, everybody Okay, okay you'll go then, yeah, I'll go with the meat, because actually thinking about it, walking around with a pump all the time would be massively uncomfortable. Think actually. about it, you're walking around like this. Oh, yeah, actually, that would suck. <laughs> you feel so uncomfortable. Right. <laughs> um, you're going to answer the natural guys. Kieran says, I am 16, but I'm not able to eat the amount of protein I need. I have been lifting for over a year now. Will I be able to build any more muscle without getting the, the 200 grams of protein I need? This sounds like a slap in the face question, but go ahead. I'm so, I'm, I'm just so angry at these fucking guys. It just, what do you mean you can't eat 200 grams of protein? Why? Why can't you eat 200 grams of protein? If you do, if you do, two, scoops, if you do two scoops of protein powder twice a day, right? You do a shake with two scoops of protein powder that twice. Is, that's quite expensive. You can even get cheaper than that. Just use green, uh, like kidney beans and tuna. Okay, but I'm just saying, like, if you, let's say let's say money's not an object, you can buy a tub of protein powder. You do two scoops in a shake. You do two shakes a day. That's a hundred grams knocked out right there. It's true. I agree with you, but it does sound like maybe money is the is the uh, the issue. What well, it doesn't? It, well, it doesn't. But <laughs> I just assume maybe you just couldn't afford it. Uh, if kind of if you, I mean, just just try and budget for much cheaper options. You can, but eggs are fucking pennies, mate. Come on. Dude, I've never, I've never ever felt this in my entire life. If my coach said you need to eat 400 grams of protein, I just fucking found a way to eat 400 grams. Of protein. I don't understand this question. It is a good question. It is a good. It's not a good question. It's it's a good. <laughs> look at what it's done to you. That's why it's a good question. Because how many times can you tell people to say? Okay, how about this? No, you will not build any more muscles. You must eat your 200 grams. Well, that's... You have to eat your 200 grams, otherwise just don't bother. 
sure you'll find it. I'm sure you'll find 200 grams of protein. Well, let's not, let's not lie. Okay. You're still going to build muscle, but if you need 200 grams of protein to build muscle optimally, then you have to find a way to get it or else you're going to. So how much, does he actually say how much he's having? It doesn't, it doesn't say how much he weighs. Is he having 199 or is he like 180? (laughs) I mean, how far off is he? Imagine he's like, he's one gram away. He can't do it. Yeah. <laughs> it's like in Monty Python with a waff of, waff of thin mint. You won't go to I don't, I'm totally lost you on that. I'm sorry. Never, to... You've never been to the cinema. I've been to the cinema. <laughs> what do you mean? I just don't watch Monty Python. Yeah, I, I'm not a big fan. I'm not a massive fan. Okay. Yeah, and that's, that's sacrilege because I'm British as well. Uh, Kyle Aaron says, have either of you guys eaten much game meats or included them into your prep? Uh, no, only because I don't hunt, but I know a lot of guys who eat venison and shit like that. So it's just simply not a readily available option. That's, that's the reason. Yeah. Um, Diego says, "Will Athleticon have a better lineup than the O since it's invitation only?" Well, if you look on the way they have to invite people, there's going to be no one to invite at this rate. So who knows? Yeah, because isn't it like from winners of previous shows or something like that? Winners from shows, top three Olympians, like it's yeah. all Mister Yeah. Um. JXY says, would you rather be publicly gay but secretly straight and be Olympia as long as you are or be as you are as I don't you gotta read this question. It's insane. Okay. I've read it. I don't know. I think he I mean that just sounds like you have an issue with being gay. Um if I was gay, I Oh, care. he want he's asking if you want to be gay and be Mr. Olympia or rather be straight and never win and have a shit physique but have women throw themselves at you. Okay, I got it. But if I was gay... If I was was gay and Mr. Olympia, I'd have men throwing themselves at me. And that would be fine. (laughs) That would be fine because I'd be gay. Because you'd be gay, yeah. I'm not not gay. I happen fine to say that. But if if I was gay... (laughs) Anyone listening says, Oh my God, he's so gay. If I say it, just fuck off. Shut your fucking mouth. If I was gay... And as Mr. Olympia, I would have men throwing themselves at me. Would I? Would I? So that. So I would just maybe just go for that option. It's funny because it's actually the same scenario. He's giving you the exactly same scenario. The same scenario, but because like, I'm not gay, he's yeah. expecting me to go. Ooh, that's so gross. <laughs> it's like if I was gay, it would, it would be great. Be it would be great. You'd be like, if I was, if I was gay, I'd love cock, but I don't. <laughs> you know that bodybuilding and bollocks page is going to cut that out. They're going to clip that little. They blur. clip everything. Uh, we need to know who's doing this because some of it is very good. <laughs> I've talked to him. I, he just, I, he's just a fan. I've talked to him. I'm like, dude, you're doing a great but job. They're, but, they're, but their page is more active than ours. So his page I, is certainly more active than mine. It's, it's awesome. The guy oh, does I need something. somebody like that to take over my Instagram. I need somebody <laughs> like a PA. I, I know. Okay. Uh, Fadzi96 says, Fuad, how did you know when to start competing? Also, just a general question. Looking for some things to consider or look at before you start. How did I know when to start competing? Well, we kind of touched on this already. I just went to a show and I decided I wanted to compete. Yeah. Yeah. There wasn't any like clues. I just, it was something I wanted to do. Uh, send it 106 says chronic back issues were made worse by free weight squats and SLDL switch to Smith machine and back issues are nearly gone. Do you think the same muscle gains can be achieved with a Smith versus free weight for these moves? I think, yes. What do you think? Say again. Okay, well, basically, it sounds like he had back issues from squatting. What's SLDL? Yeah. Stiff leg deadlift? So, uh, yeah, it sounds like he had back issues from 
uh, squats and stiff like deadlifts. And then he switched to the Smith machine and his back issues are gone. And I think obviously it was a form issue. And if yeah. that's what the problem is, then use the machine that helps you with your form. I always say this kind of same thing. It's like, if something hurts, don't do it. You don't have to be like married to a lift. Yeah. I always tried to squat because I thought I had to squat and I got, it pissed me off when I didn't. Mm. I, was, I got quite strong, but they're so awkward. I have yeah. shit for me. I just, I just yeah. like squat. Um, can I tell you the truth about the squats for me is they did make my legs bigger, but I feel like they actually made my ass bigger than my legs. Do you think? Like my hips, my hips feel like they're wider than when I started. You're a very good squatter, though. But I think it's because of my fucking ass. I don't think it's because of my legs. And then, no, no, I mean, I mean, like your your technique and your positioning and everything. Like yeah, that. look really good. Yeah, I just I, I don't. I can't the bar properly. Fuck. I, I don't feel like. I feel like if you don't squat properly, and what I when I say that I mean like I squat with a wider stance. I feel like it's more ass. Probably. And then I think that's also kind of blown out my obliques a bit. And blew up my hips a bit. Where I used to be, have like this small. Maybe. Yeah. Well, I just, I mean, I just find that like the last few sessions of hacks, I've actually done something. Like the last session of legs I did, it, this is all I did actually, and it sucked. Mm. Uh, I did leg curls. And I just worked up to like a DC star respawn set, um, and then I went on to uh, leg extensions, superset with um, hack squats. Uh, but they were sets of 25 on the leg extension, sets of 20 on the hack. That's ignorant. Going up one plate at a time until I got to seven plates and then I bailed out. <laughs> you, didn't do that, seven, you didn't do seven plates for 20, did you? Yeah, and that was my drop. And then I did a drop set. No, you didn't. And that was it. And that, You I did. Was, wait a minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> I need a video proof of this. So, so, you, so one set. Well, yeah, but no, this, 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 when I got to seven plates, it wasn't a consistent 20 reps. Where you're was, racking and then I, unracking? I did, I, did, I did like six and then I yeah. hold my and I'm, fuck, fuck, fuck. And then That's I, still and then hard. For another like three or four more and then I just make sure I did 20. Okay, but wait a minute. So did you do yeah. the 20, you did the 25 reps on the leg extension? Yep. And that, then that, you, that, was all the, that was the same weight, the whole, that didn't go up. No, no, so I know. So your last set, you did 25, set on leg, 25 reps on the leg extension and then you came over and did 20 reps on a the, on the, on the hack with seven plates? Yeah. That's fucking ignorant. That's, it sucked that's, so much. It yeah. sucked, but it was like it. But it wasn't like a nice. It wasn't a consistent twenty up and down. Like nice. doesn't matter. It was, it was a fucking slogger. Doesn't matter. Sometimes. I mean, I, I think I halved it and then did another twenty just from the bottom. Yeah, yeah. Holy I've been shit. doing a lot of. And I've been doing a lot of that for legs recently. Just much, yeah. just higher, just hard, just stuff that is not in my comfort zone at yeah. all. Yeah. And they you, were the biggest they've ever been. But you've probably been getting sore as fuck from it. Yeah, I mean, if you look at my last set of pictures, I mean, I look bottom heavy. This guy I'm I'm working with is he's the guy that got me started. He's one of these people that just doesn't give a fuck about your feelings, and not like people say oh, it now. Wait, wait, so that's the hacks sort one of thing. It was reverse yeah. banded. I was reverse band. Sorry, it's still fucking a lot of still hard. Anyway, oh, it's hard, but he's but he's not. He's had yeah. reverse bands. So he's been pushing me in the gym. I thrown up twice in the last month. And I don't throw up. Like it's been ten years since I've thrown up. Yeah, I mean, uh, uh, James and I started throwing up. No, sorry, J- I started throwing up when James and I started pushing the volume up because I'm not used. to Yeah, it. the volume's hard, it's man. Not, and a lot of it's not because it's like even doing twenty reps with like just at the beginning when I first started, just doing twenty reps, just the leg extension with like no weight. 
Yeah, yeah. Like the muscle just was not used to it. Yeah, it's like hard. I did 20 reps when, just when I was doing leg presses with no weight, I'd be like, this is bollocks. I can't do it. But it's not – honestly, though, man, if you're – you know, I mean, you know this. I shouldn't have I, – I, I don't have to tell you, but I remember, like, when I used to train, like, extremely hard. You don't – I used to get sore every week for five or six days. Like, yeah. I, you don't get used to it when it's high volume. No. So, I, I mean, I, I'm thinking – and you know what? Like, when I got home, my, le- my legs were super full for days. They were sore. Yeah. Yep. Really sore, but I didn't feel trashed. Yeah. And that's the thing. People are always like, well, high volume or heavy weight. And I'm like, if you want big legs, it's both. Like you said. Well, that's, that's the, yeah. yeah. And it's like, um, so I did seven sets in total. Seven sets. The only one to all out failure was that last one. Yeah. Yeah. But even your, but even your previous ones, even though they're not to failure, they're still fucking hard. Yeah. And I got to three plates onwards. They sucked. Yeah. Yeah. I think I did five plates. I think I did five plates in one sitting. And I did six plates. I did it. I did like, 15 poured then did five and then i think the last yeah. one i did over like four attempts yeah well this is the thing this like my the guy that's training me mike he's like he's trying to keep me from getting injured again so we've been doing more reps we're still using kind of heavy like i don't know it's not heavy but like we're doing three plates three and a half plates for squats but he's got me doing like 20 reps yeah. and we did like eight sets yeah i'm like so i fucking went and threw up i'm like what the fuck man i'm like gonna i'm like because normally my squat is my lowest rep range it's six yeah. to ten and he's like, no, no, we're doing 15 to 20. I'm like, I can't fucking handle that shit. I can't, I can't breathe through it. I'm like just running out of air, right? And I see, you know, I'm fucking puking my guts out. But the leg, the leg, my leg soreness is back. It's the oxygen there. Yeah. yeah but that's, I mean, that's how I've been in terms of my training. Uh, I've just been doing more because I built this foundation of strength. We went way off. We went way off, eh? Is this guy allowed to use a Smith machine or not? <laughs> yeah, no. So we, we basically, I think, I think what we basically said was do whatever's comfortable. Okay, okay. Sorry, um, but the um, the uh, you've just thrown me off now. I don't know where we are. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I just because I looked at the question, I was like, oh shit, we didn't even answer this thing. Well, I probably wasn't even good. <laughs> Fuck. I just that's gone. That's completely gone. What we we were talking about training, weren't we? Yeah, we were talking about high volume and oxygen deficit and how squatting for. Oh yeah. So of- I was going to say. So I've already. And yourself, we've built a foundation of strength. We've gotten strong, so we can do that high volume using more using a good amount using of weight. Using a heavier weight, we, yeah, because we are strong. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Strong being a relative term, because. Yeah, but if you're doing like, I mean, I'm still doing four or five plates on barbell rows. Yeah, it's I can't not, do that. I'm like, like I'm like, oh, I mean, I did. I've done four plates on the incline now with my since I've torn my pec. So that's good. Is that did that deform at all? A little bit, but in a, in, a, in a good in a good way. Like looking back on it, this chest is always this this right pec has always just looked shit. Yeah, and I never really noticed. Yeah, and now there was always this bit that was like flat that like put under my armpit. It just always make this pec look just shit. <laughs> now that's the bit that's popped, and now it's just all my, all this have now is this pec has just gone really round and separated. Yeah, isn't that great? There's a little, there's a little <laughs> bit, there, and there's because there's a divot on my left side. Yeah, there was never a divot on my right side. So now they're even. Really. Now you've torn both. Perfect. Yeah, I mean, it's. I mean, this. I mean, to me, I kept. I, I mean, I tried to show Chris. He couldn't see it. Yeah, you're probably the only one that's gonna see. And it. I was like, and to me, it's so fucking obvious because I'm when I'm moving, I can see it. And yeah. uh, and even James is like, well, a little bit, yeah. No, man, it's always gonna be most that. obvious to you. And yeah. It's like, but I mean, yeah, I mean, I can see it, and I think no one, no one's seen it in any of the pictures. I mean, people have said, "Oh, you left pec," and I'm like, "Oh, it's the other one." 
Uh, Damon Jot says, is there any benefit of cheat meals in the off season? Because you're already in a calorie that's surplus. That's, that's actually the one I answered earlier. No, it's not answered. No, we answered it together. Oh, oh, we were talking about earlier. Yeah. Okay. Um, that's what I was, that's what made me reference that. D Fernino 41 says, who's got the better, most muscular in this shot. <laughs> I do. Of course. Yours is really good in that shot. Is that any? That's the Orlando Orlando Pro. I was like 260 there. I don't know. Mine got me third at the Arnold's. So I don't know. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We have to do a... I just, I just, your chest is just so round. It's insane. It's my shoulders. Let's see. Let's show everybody and see what they think. Sorry to the oh, listeners. My right pec, even here, just looking in this picture, just looks wank. It's just not like the look that is. All right, can you see? Yep. So we go to my page. We'll go here. All right. So these are these. <laughs> I'm killing you in this shot. You did a very good job. This that was picture, in, that, in that yeah. This was my very very best overall look. Yeah. I think. Just because of fullness. Yep. All right. Why do people want us to fight? I don't know. They're always trying to pit us against each other. I don't know. Let them fight. I am the American Dreamer says your lowest body fat percentage going into a competition. Also, does your peak week routine usually change typically? So I've never, I've never measured my body fat. Never. No, no, I mean like never before a show have I measured my body fat. I don't either. So we wouldn't know. Um, I, don't think, I don't think many people do. Yeah, I don't think a lot of pros give a shit. It's more about how you look. Yeah. Um, and then he says, does your peak week routine change typically? Yeah, mine's always quite different because it, it, because I have to travel quite often. Mm. So it's always a little bit different. So I'm not sure. Mine's been different many, many times, and it just depends on how your prep went. I mean, yeah, if you're, yeah. of course you, could, that well. you could be ready early, you could be ready late, you could be holding more water than a different time. I mean, there's so many different variables that it's not always exact. Yeah. Um, Erica seven says when training chest, you can only train upper and lower chest, right? And they contract in one direction. I hear people saying do flies to build your inner chest. This is a good one. I think you can build your inner chest, even though he's right about the way the muscles work uh yeah i think you can change where i think you can change the angle of pull just like you can on pulleys and so imagine if you had a load of ropes angled up and you were pulling them yeah depending on the angle of pull there'd be more tension through certain cables surely yeah so i think depending on the leverage and depending on the angles and things i think you can uh, because i've I've, because sometimes when if you try if i try and work my inner chest it is sore the next day yeah, no, I know. Now there, there is there is anatomically no inner chest. I was just going to say we should explain to people that he's right about the physiology of it. It's just yeah. too. Yeah, anatomically heavy. there yeah. is no inner chest. Yeah. yeah, but I think you can manipulate machines and, and movement and tension to kind of favor those areas a little bit. Yeah, I asked. And you start uh, to have like a leg curl because leg curl it's just a leg curl. It's the same thing, but yeah. depending on which one I've used, I can kind of the tension feels either towards the knee or higher up in the belly it changes yeah, yeah, and that's, yeah. that that shouldn't make any sense yeah but yeah it, it, it does no but you can change the tension on where the muscle is working and I, i've asked john this before and you can put the emphasis on the inner part of the pec or the outer part of the pec even though it's all one fiber or one direction yeah 
Okay. Uh, Jay Rob says Luke's a fucking sick drummer. Fuad has drum and wants to, drums and wants to learn. Please, if you guys ever go to one another's house, film a little segment of Luke teaching Fuad how to play. If, um, if you ever come here, you can teach me how to play and we'll film it. I need some drums, man. Why? I thought you had drums. I've got electric here. This sounds phenomenal. Oh. I just, I just want to go on an, an acoustic, like proper real drums. Come over. Like, I got them. Yeah, but uh, to, my, to my specs, I want, I, want the, I want what I want. Yeah, I don't have that. I have like the beginner, like four drums. What do you sound horrendous as well? I'm so good. Yeah. I have a clip on my Instagram. No, but I mean the actual drums themselves. From oh, the they sound like shit. <laughs> That's the cool thing about the electric kit because it's like um, the module on it is all samples of real drums that have been like treated in the studio. So it's. You can change it. It sounds like fucking perfect. And it doesn't sound artificial at all. I was actually, I thought they were, I thought those sounded like shit till a friend of mine showed. He had a, a set, he drums. And he, he's like, I didn't believe him. He's like, I can drum. I'm like, no, you can't. So he's like, just come over. So I go over to his house. He puts on Metallica. I can't remember what song it was, but he fucking played it perfectly the whole way through. But the drums were the electric drums. And I'm like, those sound fucking real. Like it sounded yeah, real. Yeah, they do. They do. So the kit, they're cheaper. They're cheaper though, aren't they? I thought they were cheaper to buy. Well, maybe mine was about four grand. Holy shit. And I still need about less pounds as well. Holy and fuck! I've still, still got. I still want to add two, two more symbols and a floor tom, so that'll probably send me back another fifteen hundred. <laughs> I wonder if I'll ever actually learn. You know, it's harder to learn shit as you get older, though. I don't think that's true. No. No, I mean, again, like people said, it is true because of the bridge. Shut up. Okay, I let's do let's do an Instagram live once a I week. Think from base from from say being a teenager to now, <laughs> I don't think it's that much more difficult to learn things now. Okay, let's do Instagram live once a week and you can teach me how to play. Yeah, I can't teach you because you want me to hear anything. What? Oh, you mean the person has to be here? Yeah, I've, had, my, I've, had, I've had people message me and be like, I can show you online. I'll just send you a yeah. video and you follow I'm gonna it. Start, I'm going to start getting some lessons, I think. Um, why are you going to get lessons? Why do I? Why, I'm a professional bodybuilder. I have a coach. Yeah, but that's because it's your career and you're going to fucking win yeah, the Olympia so, one with, day. With, with drums, it's like, it's a hobby. I do it for fun now. So like to get, just to pay for some lessons in my spare time, just to learn some new things. Yeah. I thought about getting lessons. I thought it was stupid though. I guess that's, I mean, the, I guess that's the meathead in me. No, I, I think me doing lessons, it'd be, it wouldn't be a, um, me learning how to play drums. It'd be like perfecting things and getting different like drills and learning just other things that I listening to it you can't work out and then when somebody explains it to you or puts it on paper um and explains the sticking and you can it gives you exercise on how to practice it and slow it down and break yeah. it down and then it can take you to the next level that kind of stuff because yeah. sitting behind a computer like watching it and playing along it's not the same it's really not the same as, as having somebody there showing you and talking you through it and, how bad would you freak out if i just posted a video one day and i was playing like fucking awesome i would be like that's sick <laughs> one day I mean, Cause I want to do some, um, cause I'm one of the, I'm one of those type of drummers that's more, I'm more musical than I am a good drummer. What does that mean? So I can play music. So when I can play along to songs, I can play. Yeah. When I, if I, when I can the the parts I write for songs. Yeah. I'm very good at that. I'm very good at playing to music. Yeah. But when I'm on my own, I'm not like a I'm not like a clinician where I can like solo and have all the. Oh, music. I see what you're saying. Okay. Okay. Like, um, does that mean that it's? Kind of, that kind of stuff I want to learn because I think I can help me apply a lot of that. Yeah. 
real drummer stuff to music. I don't know if this sounds stupid, but it would sound to me that the, the guy that can play without the music is better. Not always, because no. like, like Ringo Starr, he's technically a shit drummer, really. Yeah. That's yeah. what people say, but he made the Beatles. He's the drummer of the Beatles, and there's a lot of bands out. There's a lot of. But is there any? There. Is there any like intense drumming in the Beatles songs? Not really. No, but he had his own sound. He had his own kind of feel. Yeah. Like Chad Smith, Red Hot Chili Peppers, he has his very unique, his own style. Yeah. His own style. None of it. Yeah. None of it's remotely difficult. Oh, the Red Red Hot Chili Peppers is not difficult. Not, not, not at all. Metallica's but Metallica's difficult though. Some of Metallica's difficult. Yeah. Yeah. It's because weird time signatures. That's what I, when I listen to that, there's no. It doesn't sound like there's a pattern sometimes. Yeah, like, and that's that's the stuff I rap. That's the stuff I find more difficult is because yeah. I've always played in four four. So yeah. I like to. I want to learn different, like how to play different time signatures and how to like do polyrhythms. And- Why does Metallica sound good? Because obviously the the drums are supposed to carry the beat. Yeah. Why does Metallica sound so good if the beat's all over the fucking place? Because it's still in time. Like I know it has a rhythm, but it's really it's like time, it's still in time. So it's just a longer rhythm? Is that what you're trying to say? So it's not, it's not one, two, three. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's in a different... Okay. It could be, like, it could be in four, it could be in seven, four. Yeah, yeah, okay. I think I understand what you mean. Um, okay, moving on. Schroeder86 says, says, does your training split and or strategy change at all when cutting compared to bulking? Training? Yeah, does your training split? Uh, does your training I split? I sometimes start breaking body parts up a little bit more pre-contest. So like I might give myself a shoulder day rather than chest and shoulders together. Yeah. Uh, that's about it. Mine usually doesn't change that much unless there has been a couple of preps where I start doing two-a-day training. And then I, I break things up. I haven't all. done that. I, I was actually thinking about this earlier. I was thinking if I, if I get to the point where this, this like, uh, lockdown gets lifted, yeah. and you say you've got 11 weeks, yeah. And Chris is like, it's gonna be, you're going to have to really fucking work. Yeah, I, That's when I would pull the double trainings out of the bag. Yeah. I, I think, obviously, it's going to be uh, dependent on a case-to-case basis. But for me, I think it's only good for three or four weeks. I feel yeah, like, I, yeah, I've tried it a couple. Uh, yeah. But if I did that for three to four weeks, I'd probably fill straight back out, put everything straight back on, probably chore for, like, sm- like get my metabolism right back up, just smash for a load of body fat, and then, pull, and then pull a and session then, out. And then just pull the session out and go back to normal. So I yeah. can use that four-week window as yeah. like a turbo prep. Yeah. I've tried it three different times, and every time it felt like exactly the same thing. Right at the three, four-week mark, it's like I hit a fucking wall. I did it for four days with Ben when he was working yeah. with me. And I was like, yeah, I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We've been on for a while. Let's take a few more. Oh, people were people were making fun of us last week because we said bye. And then the show lasted like 40 hours. I love how people make fun of us every week. You even make fun of us every week. Yeah, come back every week. You little cheeky buggers. Um, Rick4922 says, as you've gotten older, what foods have in any bother your stomach? Guys, I can read. Sometimes the questions are like written differently. So I'm just going to preface that. But as you've gotten older, what foods bother your stomach? Now that didn't bother you when you're younger, chicken and greens seems to bloat me now, but at 41, but never used to. Also, also lactose fucks with me now. Okay, lactose always fucked with me. So that's one. I have heard that people have trouble digesting chicken. Is there something in chicken that's like fucking people up? I've heard it. I've not had that yet. Um, I don't like eating a ton of vegetables. (laughs) Like a lot of green beans. Fuck that. Does it mess with you? If I went in a tub of ice cream, I probably wouldn't. It probably wouldn't agree with me. Green beans don't do anything to me. They fuck with you? 
No, if I have like a lot, yeah, if I have like three. Yeah, if a lot, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know. All I can say, no foods fuck with me more now than did before. I think the only thing I can say is uh, the amount of food I eat now um, well, is, har- is harder to, is harder to digest. I don't remember being in my early 20s or like late teens and eating a pizza and the next day feeling like shit. Yeah, I don't eat, I, I remember I used to mulch through that shit, no problem. Yeah, I, I, I would never be the next day. I'd be like, mm. But I think it's just the same thing like like drinking, for example. I used to get absolutely fucking annihilated on a Friday night. No, like blackout drunk. Yeah. And go to pass out at like three in the morning. And then I would get up at six in the morning and go to uh, my restaurant where I used to work to prep food. And I was fine. I was like, I'd wake up. I'd be like, oh, time to go to work. And it would be like, if I did that now, I'd be hung over for fucking like three days. Oh, so, yeah, yeah. I, I remember shit like that. Like I'd, I'd like I'd play a show in London and then have to drive back, get home at like four in the morning and have to be up at six for work. So. Yeah. And you'd be fine. I'd be relatively okay. Yeah. <laughs> now I I go for a drink with my wife. We'll have like three or four drinks at dinner, and I'm like hung over for two days. Yeah. Not hung over, but like, you know, it's like that tired, shitty feeling. Yeah. So yeah, there's a lot of things that like, you know, are not the same as when I was 20. Uh, is Luke a CrossFitter? That's just the question. He's just being an asshole, obviously. Um, I, don't, I literally don't know what you what you want me to worst trembolone experiences <laughs> this guy's like all over the map here <laughs> worst trembolone experiences or worse the same question it's the same question That's worst worst trembolone experiences or worst anal experiences <laughs> i'm not gonna answer i'm not gonna answer the second one the first one i just the worst all i can say is coughing i just I've had some bad trend shots where I just cough. Yeah, that's about as bad as it gets. Me, yeah. me was in the past um, I, I, when I kind of discovered that it really fucked with my stomach. Trend does? Yeah, like if I go over like 200 a week, it's, um, yeah. I get like, I vomit. Really? <laughs> you, you'd be like, it, it like, yeah, it's bad. I never found that. I never found any stomach issues. For me, it was like sleep. Yeah, sleep. that's a big one. Like, it destroys yeah. my appetite. Yeah. yeah. What about worst worst anal experiences? When they don't let you. Has anybody ever? What? When they don't. <laughs> when they're like, nope. When they and then don't I'm like, let well, you. why the fuck are you here? No, because when that happens, when they're like, when I'm like, right, it's time, and they're like, I don't know. And I'm like, hang on, you signed the waiver. <laughs> Seriously, what happens? I actually want to know because you're insane about oh. anal. What happens if a girl comes over and you like her and you're trying to fuck? And you are, yeah, and you are, most, and then you try and go there, and she's like, "No, what happens?" Because they wouldn't. Well, because I'd know way in advance whether she was into that or not. You ask everybody ahead of time. Don't ask them. It's like normally in this. No, day, but I mean, like when you're when, when you're talking. When, like, when you're, when you're talking with a female, you usually find out things in advance, right? Is there any females that you're not talking dirty to before you get to the sex part, or have you already covered all that? <laughs> what are you talking about? What, what you just? Talking? What you just what, said, what, like. What? You just said, you just said, like, oh, you kind of yeah. already know, you kind of yeah. already know when you get to the bed. And I'm like, it doesn't have to be like pure filth, but what I mean is that like you get to know each other, things come up in conversation. I'm sorry, man. I fucking, I've, so I've, dated, I'm a I've, dated, I've dated a lot of girls, and I'm not like, I don't know every time if they're like into fucking anal. No, you don't, not of course, not every time, but if you have got to the point where I have agreed to go on a date, because I, mean, I don't do, I'm not very good at that stuff. I don't do that stuff. 
then I know for sure I'm getting them. <laughs> so you have every fucking girl. You figured it out beforehand? Well, no, I mean, I, I, this is getting well out of hand now. This is, you're making out like some kind of like maniacal arsehole. All I'm trying to figure out is, has there ever been a situation where you're there yeah, and, and you tried and she's like, no. No, no, because I would never just try. Oh, you have to you clear no, it with no, the first? No, it would have to be, it, it always has to be like, <laughs> they have to do it. They, they have to want it and I have to know they want it. You've never just tried? Like you never just tried to sneak, oh, like, no, sneak no, it no, in? No, <laughs> not unless I, no, no, I, I, not unless I know they fucking love it, the little slut. <laughs> <laughs> no, I wouldn't do that because I think that's just a bit, that, I think that's crossing the line a little bit, isn't it? Like, especially because if you don't know for sure, you well, it's not crossing the line. I'm not saying you like have to no, slam, no, no, slam it in there. Start, you can uh, you can just kind of you can point it in that direction. Oh yeah, you can start having a little fiddle. <laughs> it's called testing the waters, Fred. You start testing the You put your toe in first. So you check yeah, the I, I know. You don't put your toe in the ass. I'm talking about when you, t- <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you test actual water. You dip your toe in um, first, and then when you know. Have you ever gotten a slap? Like like not there for not there. Um, not, that, not that one. Uh, no. No. <laughs> so what's the no, worst but experience? But, like, but, it, but, but, like, but like, the thing is, I wouldn't ever do anything that they didn't want to do. Like if I wanted to do it and they didn't like it or, the, or if they didn't want to, but they let me in, go on then, I wouldn't want to. Well, it's not fun at that point. Exactly. So yeah. that's what I mean. It's never a question of me just going to try and slide it in there because if, if it hasn't already been instigated and they haven't already said... Uh, no but i'm saying like well, let's say let's say you dip your toe right you dip your toe and okay. she's like get your fucking toe out of the water yeah but uh, but then when they turn around and they say give me that fucking toe he's <laughs> <laughs> such an idiot <laughs> well that's game on yeah of course of course and that's when you di- and that's when you dive in yeah should we end the, <laughs> should we end the show? Should we end the yeah. show on that note? All right, Luke, see you next week. See you man. <laughs> uh, yeah, I there's no coming back from that. <laughs> the uh, but no, I see. See, um, I haven't really had any bad experiences because I think uh, I think I think people have got the massively the wrong end of the stick. About Does anybody ever like. shit on you? No, not no? On purpose. Not on purpose. Well, not on purpose. I hope not on purpose. Mate, if you, mate, if you play with fire, you're going to get burnt. <laughs> And I don't mind a bit of a bit of fire is fine. I can fight off a bit of fire. So you've had a bit of fire. There's there's been times when there's been a bit of fire. There's <laughs> been a little bit. Of, there's, there's been some singeing. Does that suck? No, I don't give a shit. You don't care. Literally couldn't get us. Yeah. Like if I if I, if that bothered me, I've got a pretty weird. Yeah. It's quite weird. You know. You know. Yeah, weird. yeah. You you know you know what you're getting when you go there. Yeah. You know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, let's move. Let's move on. A couple more. We'll do a couple more just so we can end on like a normal note. Oh my then, god! Uh, thoughts on Dave Palumbo? What? So that was quite deep. Well, like literally, when I say deep, <laughs> I've just said it's quite deep. Listen, it's people. Deep. People want to know. People want to know what it's like when you get. It's like it makes me out like I'm weird, but it's not. No, it, you it, know why? It's because most guys can't. Like I'm married. I can't go on about this kind of stuff. If I was twenty five, if I was twenty five, we'd be having a real. If I was in a relationship, okay. If I was in a relationship and she didn't want me, like, and she was like, "Don't we? Why are you saying that?" I'm like, "Well, you're the wrong girl for me because that kind of stuff is funny." Yeah, but the difference is, I if okay, let's say I wasn't married, 
and I was single right now and we had this podcast and then I met somebody and she tried to tell me, I'd be like, what the fuck, man? This is what okay, I do. Okay, that's, that's, that's absolutely true. Right. But I've been with my wife for 13 years. So now all of a sudden for me to be like, I'm going to share all your secrets. Oh yeah, yeah. No, I get it. And also, I know you see this, you dirty. <laughs> okay, okay. Let's just do a couple more so we can end on a normal. Uh, what are your thoughts on TRT clinics? Is it worth the money? I don't know anything about them. We don't have them here. Oh no, I don't really know what they're about. It's like you go there, you get your blood work. They can, they can, they can. Uh, I, think, I think they basically can, can like prescribe they prescribe. Gear. Yeah, they prescribe gear, tests and stuff. Usually, I think that's what it is. But I don't feel like it's any... I think a lot of the time, it can either be very legit. I think there's two ways of looking at it. They're very legit, and they have offer a very good service. Yeah. And it's likely a way for them to be able to sell drugs. Yeah. Legally. A loophole. Which could be very... But they're not doing any harm doing that. There's no harm people going to the doctors to buy their test. I'm sure it's very lucrative, but it's still a little bit of a gray area, I think. Yeah. Okay, let's end end on this this question, because I kind of like this question. Uh, I tend to let mediocre or bad workouts ruin the rest of my day. Any tips on how to avoid that pitfall? Make up for the next day. Right. Shit happens, man. Sometimes shit happens. Right. That's how I feel. It is what it is. You just carry on. You come back the next day. But it also depends how often it's happening. Yes. If like, if if like, if like three times a week, you're like, oh, that was a shit workout. It depends why. It depends why it happened as well. But I just mean like, if it's happening all the time, then it's something you're doing wrong. Like you're not eating right or you're not sleeping enough or you're not focused when you get to the gym. But if it's something that happens like once every two weeks, I don't know, fuck, bad workouts happen. You move on. Right? I'm, I'm in the same mind as you. All right. What are we doing? Are we going to be back next week? Are, we doing, are you going to Are you going to miss next week like you did last week? I didn't miss last week. I was waiting for you and you didn't message me until Friday. You're the, you're the host. He says you're hostile in the background. You're horrible with oh, your text. You're, you know you're a horrible texter. You're a horrible texter. I am a horrible texter. I didn't you're, realize you're, you're like the worst. You're like you're, the you're, go. You're you ghost. You know why? I tell you why. Because of you. You normally text me at like three in the morning, and a lot of the time I'll read it. it like I'll get up for a piss and I'll look at my phone. That's and not then true. I'll, and then I'll put it down. You did because it happened to me the other night, and I only realized you messaged me about it this morning when you messaged me about the, the show and stuff. Totally not true because I'm always conscious of the five hour difference, and it's also not true because I spoke to Ben about this, and Ben says that you ghost people all the time. No, I don't. Well, you've done it to me many times. No, because uh, no, I don't. Well, next time I text you, a lot of the time I don't like I don't do small talk with people. If that's what you mean. Yeah, I'm not good at that either. Like it's just because. It's you know, like, it's weird when we. You know, it's weird when we text. We don't text for like more than five minutes, but then we do I just like. Don't, a, I just you know what? I just don't think I'm a big texter. Maybe. I like, I, I know, but I it's weird. I just answer questions. It's like I'm not a big texter. No, no, no. Like, you I'm, and I, you and I have spoken on the phone more than we text. I'm the same way, but it's weird because then we do like a two-hour podcast. I don't know. I know. A lot of the time, though, you do text me and, I, and I'll answer and I'll look at it in the middle of the night and I forget to reply the next day and I completely forget about it. All right. Well, I'll text you next time and we'll get this thing done again because I think people are, people are like at home doing fuck all and they're asking me for twice a week. Twice a week? Yeah, I don't think we have enough shit to talk about for twice a week, but we have questions to answer, I guess. Yeah, I suppose. I suppose that's a spark up interesting conversation. Jay's doing a podcast now. Nick's, Nick's Strength and Power is doing a podcast now. Everybody's doing a podcast now. Yeah. What do, can they compete with us? Uh, probably not because I know the, they're all going to be quite serious. Jay's not talking about dipping his toe in the water. Uh, he should, though. 
Should, can you imagine how good that would be? <laughs> like, if you, I reckon to have a question, like to, to have like a discussion like this with, with like Jay and him just be honest, like I am. He would, he would never. Why? Because Jay, ha- Jay has a, a very, very solid image and brand that he's built. He's not going to throw it away on what one you, podcast. Okay, so, so what? So if Jay was like, if I said to Jay, Jay, do you like anal? And he's like, yeah, I love it. That's going to ruin his image. What do you mean? I've it's, never said anything. I've never said anything that strange. that's going to ruin. The, uh, look, I've never said anything. You have, you have an image, you have an image and a brand, right? Yeah. But you, I you don't think if Jay, if Jay had said anything I'd said, I don't think any of it would ruin his image. Oh no, people might like it. But no, it's none not, of but, what I say is that extreme. No, but it's not the image that he wants to portray. I don't think he gives a fuck anymore. He's retired. He's a retired millionaire. No, I he's I don't think he gives a fuck like, oh, I'm gonna lose all my shit. I think he just I but I think he's a respectful Maybe, maybe yeah. You know what I mean? He just he's above all that shit. I reckon Cedric would. Cedric would. Cedric, if we got Cedric on here, it'd be pretty fucking it would be, it'd be fucking hilarious he just doesn't i don't know he's weird man i messaged him like a little like a few weeks ago he's like ah, i don't know i'll let you know this and that i'm like okay whatever i reckon there's so. so many people now messaging me saying you're a bad texter well, <laughs> you yeah, you, I probably, I am, you probably are I, I probably the, fact am. That, the fact that you're still thinking about it means you know something no, it's because no, my phone is my phone just buzzed that's why i think oh. do you know what it is i think it's because my phone is constantly going off yeah i just don't have conversations I just answer the message and leave. Or if I don't need to answer the message, I just don't answer it. If somebody, like if somebody tells me something, I normally just like it. Or I just, I've read it, good. <laughs> you, you, should, you have to confirm, like you have to respond and confirm that you yeah, read it. Yeah, a lot of times, like, how many times have you ever just sent a thumbs up back? Yeah, that's, that's cool. I do that too sometimes. Yeah, that's it. Like, yeah. Just acknowledge it. Because it's like my phone is constantly going off with its emails, Instagram, Facebook, uh, WhatsApp. It's not so much. How do you know? How have you built so many? I, can't, I don't want to sit on my phone all the time, just fucking answering people. Can I ask you a serious question? I know, I know, we said we were going to go, so we were going to fucking rip me apart again for for going on. But I have to ask you a serious question, and this is something I did wrong in my career that I've noticed that you do right. So somebody asked me if there's any regrets I have in my career, and the only regret I have in my career is that I didn't build, I didn't say yes enough to guest posings and appearances, and and like I didn't make enough connections and network and meet people and all that. You seem to have met everybody and like know everybody. How did that happen? Not really. Dude, yeah, it's true. You're like, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I don't think that's true. It is true. You were talking to Greg Goliath yesterday on, on, on Instagram. I'm like, how does he know oh, Greg? Oh, that guy, right. Like, like this, this oh, but guy, he, he's also a drummer, so maybe that's why. I, did, I had no idea. I had no idea about any of this. And because like, somebody said on, the, on one of the questions, what do you think about Craig? And I was yeah. like, He's a bellend. I saw that. <laughs> so he were, you, were you being serious? Yeah. Oh, why? You do you know him or no? I, because he comes across as a bellend online. Like, I don't know the guy. I don't follow him. So, wait, let, let me, this is actually quite interesting. Okay. So, all I ever see is like, somebody will write about, oh, this coronavirus is terrible. And his comment will be, sir, get huge. Oh, I, love like, that. I love I'm that. Like, I'm like, as a, you're a as a time and a place. And people mistake that bellend is like a less harsh dick. It is. Like, it's not that serious so he messaged me and was like are you so sorry have we got is there like a problem between us and i was like oh. and i was like and i was like well you are a i said you're a bella and he's like how do you mean i was like well and i explained i was like i said i'm not i'm saying you are i said i don't know you but you come across as a bella and online i said is it an act or are you a bella and he was like 
yeah, I'm a better online, but I'm actually not. And then now we've been talking all day and the guy's a fucking legend. Yeah. And yeah. everything he talked to me about, I knew nothing of. I don't think anyone else knows any of this stuff. All I know is that he's fucking massive and he's a drummer and he's hilarious. No, he's not, he's not just a drummer. He's not, he's, he can play drums, but he actually plays guitar and sings. That's his two things. He's, oh, he's okay. a massive metalhead. He's a multi-instrumentalist. He's fucking yeah. huge. Yeah. And no one knows any of that shit. Yeah. Like, and that's the kind of stuff that if he put more out of that, less people would be like, this guy's a better. Because he, he knows full well that he, publicly, when people just have no idea who he is, they when, just see what he is. They just think, <laughs> when you say Belland, is it, it's not like calling somebody a dick? Because that's what I thought it's it was. Not as, it's not as strong. It's not as strong. It's not, it's like, so it's, say, like it's, it's like saying somebody's a jerk off. Again, he's a fucking. A li- a li- yeah, 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 a little bit. It's like a bit yeah. tongue in cheek. It's a bit like you're a melon. It's not like, it's not like if. So it's if not I an say, insult. It's kind of like. Not really. It's a, it's, it's, it's like, it's like you're a dick. Because I've heard you use it in an insulting way. It's, yeah, but it's not. It's like cunt. You can say that to describe your best mate. So it depends you, how you say it. It depends on the context. Um, but, but most of the time, like when somebody says, oh, he's a bellend, it's not as severe as saying he's a dick. That okay. sounds a lot more severe to me. If I, if I, I call you. somebody a dick, if I say he's a dick, yeah. that's bad. If I say oh, he's a bellend, it's because uh, he just comes across as a bit of a tit to me. I always, you know, I've seen Greg Goliath's comments. You know, I've, he's been around obviously longer than I have. Yeah. I always laugh at the sun. And I just explained to him. I just explained to him. I said, all I can, I said, mate, I don't know you at all. I just, all, all I said, you've got a massive following. All yeah. I ever see is pop up is that yeah. anywhere. <laughs> and that's all I have to go on. Tell me that I'm not, tell okay. me I'm wrong. Aside from, okay, so you didn't know Greg. Because that, that, that threw <laughs> me. Also, I'm like, I'm like, how does he know Greg? Actually, I think he should come on the podcast, actually. I think he's funny. Yeah, he'd probably be funny. Because I, I, how did the fuck is he that big? I want to know. I want to talk to him about metal. He, he's a, he's a, he's a multi instrumentalist. All this stuff would be sick to know about him. I don't think anyone has a clue. All right, well, we'll bring him on, and then while you're talking about metal, I'll just sit quietly for twenty minutes while you go. No, we don't have to talk about bands, but it'd be cool to learn like how yeah. he got into that. Because he used to play like he plays in, he's played in bands. Like that's yeah. what he did. Yeah, yeah. Um, and he's fucking good. Oh, maybe we'll bring him on next week. And he lives. He lives in. He lives in Vegas. That's something interesting to talk about. He's he gets, yeah. He's like three hundred and fifty fucking pounds. I know. It's fucking crazy big. Like and, and like all that. Like if he was just that, sir, that stuff. Yeah. Like fuck this guy. That's again. that's still funny though. You it, gotta admit, it, shit so- it, it was funny the first couple of times I saw it, but when I see it like multiple times a week on everything, <laughs> same shit. I'm like, <laughs> I think it's fucking hilarious. I don't know why. I don't know why it's like always been funny to me. Well, anyway, Canadian. I think it's because you're Canadian sense of humor. Anyway, so, okay. Aside, aside from Greg, aside from Craig. I don't know. You just seem to have networked yourself well. Maybe. Is that on purpose? No. Just happened. This is why I, this is why I have horrendous imposter syndrome. Oh, you think I you're fooling know. everybody? I, I don't know how I've done this. I've like infiltrated <laughs> bodybuilding. I don't know how. <laughs> I don't know how I've done this. Yeah. Because I don't look the part. I like the way I dress and the way I am is not certainly not the norm. Why? Of course it no, is. No, 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 no. I mean. I don't really play the game. I'm not really, I'm quite outspoken. I'm pretty not, I'm not. You're a lot, you're, people get, let you get away with more shit though. I don't know why. If I went on, if that's somebody, true. listen, I listen if I went on, if I went on <clears> and said, and said, Craig Elias is a bellin, yeah. it would be a fucking shit show. Yeah, but you know what? But the thing is, he messaged me and said, what's up? And I said, you're, and I didn't, I didn't back down. I said, you're a bellend. And I told him why I think he's a bellend. He's like, all right, that's fair enough. I'm not a bellend. And then we started talking. 
yeah. and that's I think that's why I get away with it because if I if I think you're a villain, it's not I'm not going to all of a sudden be nice to your face. It's like if I think you're a villain, you're not. Yeah, I don't do that either. I'm I'm straight no. with everybody. No, so but I think that's where the, there's this element of respect. Like Nick Trigilli, um, Dave Palumbo called him a dick when I was on his uh, on Rx Muscle, and I was like, and I kind of was like, yeah, 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 Nick's a dick. I didn't really think much of it. And then Nick Messi was like, "Why are you calling me a dick?" And then I was like, "Well, you are a dick. That's that's what you do. That's how you. Yeah. That's what, how you portray yourself on purpose." And he was like, yeah. "Yeah, you're right. Okay, yeah, cool." Yeah, but that's see that see that that's my point. The yeah, you're right. That wouldn't happen to me. Yeah. People have a problem if I say shit. It, it's I mean, I'm telling you, it's the I English. Think, do you know what I think it is? It's, it's the I, accent I, or something. I, it might. Well, no, because I'm typing. And he thought it's I'm still. Canadian. He can hear your voice. <laughs> yeah, Craig, thought your... I was, Craig thought I was Canadian. Oh, did he? Yeah. Oh, okay. So um, it's uh, I don't know. I don't know what it is. I just think, just I I I think I just try and stick to my guns. Of like, if I think something, I, I very rarely think somebody's a dick for no reason. Yeah. So if I thought Craig was a dick for no reason, and he, or a bell and whatever, and he messed with me, I was like, what's what's up? And I was like, honestly, I'm just being, I'm just grumpy. <laughs> but because I had something to say, I was like, this is what you're like on social media. He was like, oh well, yeah, I can see why you think that. But he's not. Yeah. He's actually a cool guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think I'm a bell end. If I, like, I've said this on the air before didn't know me and i saw me yeah and i saw my instagram and i saw everything i do i would probably hate me i probably think i was the biggest prick ever <laughs> no i don't that's my whole point is you're allowed to get away with shit because i, don't I know am why. because i am one because you're what a prick yeah but you're allowed to get away with it that's my oh, point. ricky gervais ricky gervais gets with that kind of yeah I'm it's like, the english thing i think i, I think, think it's because he's english and he's a prick and he doesn't care and he's never like he can say something that's really horrendously offensive, and then when everyone gets offended, he goes whoa, 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 and then he explains it, and then you're like, oh, that's actually not offensive. It's quite. But even if they are offended, he still doesn't give a shit. Exactly, he said, and then he says, if you're still offended, that's on you, you fucking muppet. Yeah. But I, it's such a fucking weird thing because it's, but it's but it's actually quite. I mean, I think I might start calling people out that I think about ends more often because it turns out Craig's awesome. Um, and if so like, there's think... other people, so if I if there's other people out there that I think is a bellend, I'm going to tell them, and they actually might inbox me, and be like, "What's up?" And, and they might be cool as shit. And and what if, what they if they don't around. inbox you? What if they're what if they're like, "You're a fucking douche. Go fuck yourself." <laughs> then, then they are a bellend, I guess. But you started it. Yeah, I know, I know. I was, I know. It's a conundrum. That's good. I'm gonna have to work out the kings on that one. A... <laughs> you just completely reversed your. <laughs> I did, yeah. I did that just backfired massively. In my, like, when I said it, I was like, yeah. And when I said it, I was like, that's so stupid. What the fuck? <laughs> but I we think just it's saw, a, we just saw your I, brain working in real time. <laughs> yeah, I think I, I'm hungry as well. The, yeah, we should go. I think with the whole bell end thing, I think it takes one to know one, and I would consider myself one. Yeah. Simply. So, and most people don't, most people think I'm pretty into, like, people always say, oh, he's got a really angry face, he's this, that, and the other. Well, when uh, I'm sat here not talking, they, they make an assumption about me until they talk to me. And yeah. I wrongly made an assumption that Craig was like that based on everything I've ever seen of him ever. But he's actually not that way at all. He's a cool guy. So is there a learning, is there a learning experience in here somewhere for people that are listening? None, I don't think. I think if you think someone's <laughs> a bellend, don't say anything. Tell them because they might not be. Mm, that's a bad that's a bad end up being mates <laughs> or they might tell you to go fuck yourself and it, it's a but, bad but, idea. but in all honesty like i had no idea about any of that stuff about craig and he's genuinely a fucking nice guy yeah maybe so, we'll have him on next I, week I, I do apologize i wrongly i made a wrong assumption which is easy i done. thought i thought you knew him because i'm like why is he he must know him 
You know what I mean? When, when I saw you write that, I'm like, he must know him. He wouldn't just say that. Yeah, I would. I did. Oh, you're fucking weird. All right. Um, Although my defense, it was three, like three or four in the morning and I was wide awake for three or four hours and I was like, please let me sleep. Actually, before we go, I was going to ask you that too. So your sleep issues, is it because you, do you go into like a carb sleep? No, no, no. No, I didn't eat anything. It was just last night. Um, I just fell asleep on the sofa between like eight and 10. It didn't have anything to do with eating? No, went to bed at 11 um, and then just woke up at about one and just couldn't sleep. Yeah, it sucks. It happens to me sometimes. It's like I was like, it's like all my, it's like my sleep, it just interfered with my night's sleep. Yeah, yeah. There's nothing really wrong, but then when you're lying in your bed and all you have is your your phone and your your head, you can start overthinking shit. Yeah, well, wake up for missus. How'd you know I didn't? <laughs> <laughs> so I talked to you after you dipped your toe. That's what you're saying. <laughs> just dip the toe. <laughs> <laughs> Just make us stay asleep. Okay. All right. Go eat. I'll talk to you next week. All right. All right. Cool. See you, man. See you, brother.